0: Welcome to Free Fall RC
1: Podcast.
2: Okay, all right, let's get this show going. Easy, though. All right. Okay, everyone recording?
0: I think so, yeah. Yep. Yep. Yep.
2: Thank you, Yep. Okay, then let's go. Welcome to another episode of Free Fall RC Podcast. I'm Steve, and here with me is Kevin. Hey, guys. And Andy, hey, now, hey, now,
3: <laughs> awesome, awesome,
0: <laughs> my wife Dude. is going to be wondering what the hell is going on, yeah, <laughs> <laughs>
2: oh, I love it, uh, this is episode 178, Review Series Volume 4, Mikado V Control Touch, Ooh. oh boy, yeah, a year later from release, right, about a year, yes, I don't even know, when did it come out? Have I had I this transmitter for a year? a
3: year? Wasn't it like uh in
2: the holidays or something? I don't I remember. remember that? Oh man, I I'm last fall. I think it was yeah, last maybe fall. Last fall. Okay. So let's say like maybe I don't know. Six uh it's probably a, like eight or nine months.
3: Yeah, it's a long term review, you know.
2: Yeah, yeah. It's a long um <laughs> yeah, long term review. I like that.
3: There's a lot of <laughs> features. It was a long review process. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It took till now to figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> right.
2: All right. Let's start. Uh, so how's everyone's week? You'd like to go first. I can go first. Mine is All nice, right,
0: short, and sweet. I did absolutely nothing. I didn't fly. I didn't buy. I didn't do anything except working on my house, man. I was really working on the place and uh getting things ready because I don't know what's going to happen next because my house is paid off, I think, this month or last month, and nice. I don't Good know what's going to happen. Cool. So I'm getting things kind of ready. And, and, and also, there's been a lot of things I wanted to do, and because of the problem I had with the gout last couple weekends, I really didn't do much of anything. Yeah. So I was, like, on the roof with the power washer. I was power washing the house, and I was just doing a whole bunch of stuff, cleaning, cutting the grass, uh, you know, painting the garage. And uh it was good. By Monday, I felt like I had been in the gym all weekend. It's freaking awesome. <laughs> nice. Yeah, I was working hard Saturday and Sunday. Uh and yeah, really don't have anything to speak of as far as RC. So, uh what have you guys been up to?
2: Yeah, I mean, I flew on Sunday. Had a great time flying with uh some friends out to field, some club mates uh you know, got my usual number of flights, which is kind of becoming the norm of, like, what battery packs I have, basically, and the time frame that I have to go fly. So, basically, I charge up all my packs, and that's four on the Goblin 500, two on the Black Thunder, two on the Kraken, and then three flights on the, the Nitro. Obviously, the Nitro I could do a little bit more, but, um, you know, by that time, it's kind of, like, getting late. I need to get, get moving, so. Yeah. Let me see. Did did I do anything else? I don't know. Mm, No, nothing else in the RC hobby, RC flight stuff. Yeah. All right. What about you, Andy? Mm
3: -hmm. Well, I got out Saturday and flew. Uh, I charged up four of my Protos packs, my 12S packs, and then four of the 6S 4000s that I use in the
1: 516.
3: Mm -hmm. Uh, Like while during breakfast, so I went out and I flew the, the Protos four times, and then uh, the grass was looking a little long, so I mowed it, and then I flew two packs on the 516, and I was looking at that nice short grass, and I was like, hmm, maybe I ought to get out a plane. So I went and dug out my Avanti, the 80 millimeter EDF from uh, Freewing. Right. and put, put two flights on that which is kind of fun. Nice. About two flights is the perfect amount, more than two, and you're like, what am I doing? I'm just going around in circles. (laughs) (laughs) But two's pretty fun. Nice. That's cool. I hadn't flown it in a long time, and definitely need to practice my landings. First one was, it was like a three-point landing, but a little heavier than I like. I mean, nothing, you know didn't hurt anything or anything and then the next one i was coming in a little bit too hot so i touched down then i rolled in the cornfield which uh still no damage i've got corn it's about six inches high so it just oh, kind of acted as a buffer break to slow it down i was like eh, i definitely need some practice yes. so does
0: this thing do the bounce type of th- deal that most jets do or um
3: not? no not really I mean, it doesn't bounce with me. It's got, uh, suspension gear and stuff. So it's, it's pretty easy to land. I was just going a little too slow the first time and, and then a little too fast the second time. Uh, Okay. Like I said, I haven't flown it in over six months and even then I've not flown it a ton. So I don't have a lot of experience with it. It's a, I mean, it's a pussycat to fly. It flies really, really well. Do some aerobatics, some loops and rolls and some inverted passes and, uh, some high speed passes like low five, six feet off the ground, just cruise across the field, full throttle kind of fun. Nice. So I did all that. And then I got to this, uh, T-Rex 600 in. Oh boy. Yeah. I got to fly it some, put two tanks through it, uh, breaking in the, The new ring and stuff started leaning it out tooled around with it a little while and that's about it i mean it was very uneventful it flies fine uh it it looks a little weird because the the fly barless head that i that he had got that i put on it it's actually a fly bar head so it's it's extra tall oh that's weird it kind of looks weird but it's got fly barless links and all that kind of stuff. So, but it actually flies really well. I mean, hmm. no odd behaviors or strange issues or anything. So, I think you'll be happy with it. So, what is he using it for a radio? And uh, a Spectrum DX8, and I put a a, a, a Brain oh, One, okay. the original Brain. Or I guess it's a V2 or whatever
1: mm-hmm.
3: as the polarity pre- protection, but it's not an actual Brain Two. Yeah. So I had one of those laying around I sold him cheap And uh, set it all up And he had a uh, Like a Gen 1 DX8 Okay Put it on there
0: does, does he have experience with helicopters or no?
3: Yeah this was his heli from Oh like 5 years ago oh, and he right. got out of it for a long time He I don't think he got super proficient Back then But now he's got an Oxy 2 the two thirty S he flies a whole lot, and he nice. just bought a five sixteen. He's been flying that, so yeah, he's getting he's he he'll be plenty proficient enough to handle this by now. Oh, okay, that's so cool. he, sh- he should be in good shape. Yeah, awesome. Yeah he he was in it for a while and then got out of it. Just you know how life happens. Yeah, but then he's he's gotten the bug here in the last I don't know year or so and And been back in it full bore, so he had he had this six hundred had just been laying in his garage forever, and the bearing was bad, and all kinds of stuff you know needed ish- needed attention
1: mm-hmm. so
3: I kind of went through it, rebuilt the engine put put a whole bunch of bearings in it, redid some stuff, redid the wiring, all that kind of stuff so awesome. it's good i I meet up with him probably here in the next week or two. Get it back to him. Cool. So a good weekend for me.
2: Yeah. Awesome. All right. Should we go into the main topic then? Sure. Let's, let's do okay. it. Okay. All right. So um, I guess each sub point or whatever, each portion, just I guess one of you guys will ask me and then I'll, I'll go over it. Uh, one thing I do want to mention is, um, you know, when we when the Free4RC podcast, guys, when we do our reviews, you know, we try to be honest and unbiased. So it's not going to be an AMA review, magazine review. It's not going to be all great and everything's awesome. It's not a Lego movie. It's it's real life. So, you know, you will probably most like, well, not probably. You will hear about pros and cons and things that I didn't like about this radio and things I do like about this radio. Um, Don't get me wrong. I'm still flying the Mikado V-Control. But I just want to make sure that, you know, we kind of, I kind of put out this disclaimer because I don't want people to think, oh, well, he's probably sponsored by them and he's just going to fluff it and blah, blah, blah. No, you yeah. don't roll like that.
0: Yeah, I don't want to hear anything bad about it, though. Okay, so then you can <laughs> you can walk. That being said, <laughs> I don't want to hear anything bad.
2: And I'll text uh, you when you're back. No, <laughs> no yeah. that's cool. No, I appreciate that. I really do. And yeah, I think I just that's how make all sure. reviews should be. Right, mm-hmm. right. If you're doing the review... You know, it should be honest. I, I just, I don't like when I see reviews that are like, really, not one thing is wrong with that plane or that item or whatever it is. Like, that's almost nearly impossible, you know, like, yeah, especially because it really it's opinionated, right? Like, it's your opinion. So usually people have their opinions there and some are good and some are bad. So just, um, you know, and everyone, you know, when you listen to this, listen to the whole thing, get to the conclusion because my final thoughts and everything, so. Yeah, so let's get started. All
0: right. Andy, you want to go first? Want me to go first? Asking him
3: Yeah, I'll go. Okay. I wanna hear the first impressions. You open okay. the box, what did you
2: think? Yeah. So so unboxing it for suppression, it's well packaged, you know, with the the foam to keep it safe. There's it's no frills. Like transmitter was in like a plastic, you know, packing bag. Mm-hmm. Um there's a manual, there's a wall charger, and an extra. And that was that was pretty much it Okay. okay so it wasn't like the old version so i will I will kind of reference the old um v control I guess we'll call it gen one um compared to the touch but like the the old v control you can't you got a satellite you know v link uh receiver with it and this one you did it <laughs> so I'd like to talk about the manual this is this is kind of a Mikado thing I, I believe personally I'm not a fan of the printout manuals that have like that. Square holes on one side and it's like a spiral binding that they put on it's like I think they they I think that was invented in like the 30s and they basically phased it out <laughs> of you know grade school in like the 90s because I don't even I don't see that ever anymore what's wrong with that? Um it just you know you're you're spending $1,200 plus on this transmitter it just seems a bit cheap like put some more money into the fit and finish of it Sure, I know R and D and manufacturing and supply and demand and everything. You know, is is what's determining that price. But like, you know, it's a good color manual. You know, at the very least. But it feels like I can take my fifty dollar um, HP inkjet printer and print out the same quality. You know, it just it doesn't have any like, yeah, um, specialty to it. It just seems like it's it's on regular thin piece of paper printed out. Okay, you know?
3: so it's not like. Glossy paper or anything? No,
2: no, it's not like oh, okay. you know, like you. that nice, like finished manual that, yeah, that can, yeah. you can leave it on your coffee table, you know, so people could like scroll through, because it's such okay. a nice design. I
3: now, got you now. I was thinking you were dragging on the spiral bound, which yeah, it's not as classy, but I like spiral bound stuff because when you open it, it'll lay flat.
2: Sure, sure, Try yeah, you can itself. and you fold
3: it underneath. And yeah, exactly. Right?
0: And I would think you have to take take into consideration where it's coming from too. It's coming from Europe come from uh from Germany. Germany. Yeah. What well, they don't have
3: paper over there? No,
0: they have paper obviously. They're printed on it. They <laughs> don't have good paper. Maybe they, you know, they have a different mindset about the environment and who knows, but uh, maybe I, I don't know. Uh, you it know, that's It could be all that. That's a valid
2: but, point. It could be. It could be, you know, printed on 100% recycled paper. I don't
0: know. I know that when we get, you know, when we get kits from Luca and Oxy kits it's it's all on a disk or was the first couple of times I put mm-hmm oxy yep. heli together i didn't get any manual except on the, the disc like yeah. that which i don't mind that either
2: yeah but you're I not think, also spending cool. twelve hundred dollars for an oxy-3 or oxy-4 or even oxy-5 no. even an oxy-7 <laughs> like i mean i, I think it's cool know. to have something in your hands uh it you is know. yeah yeah it's something. definitely cool to have something in your hands i just think that mm-hmm. you're you know this is premium pricing for a radio i mean you know yeah granted there's more expensive radios out there you know you go with your I don't know what's the more expensive, like the, the high-end Futabas, right? Um yeah. I don't know what kind of manual they have. I don't know. I can't afford it, <laughs> but I mean, I would hope it'd be something nice. No, I something I think you have a point, finish. Though. You know, you're looking just,
0: at it at the end user point of view, and yeah, yeah, you
2: know, I yeah. spent twelve hundred hard earned dollars on this thing, and yeah, um, and I want a nice manual for it. Like I can understand yeah. if you, you know. You spend under five hundred bucks, sure, whatever. You know, who cares at that point? You're you're getting something at a, at a you know, kind econo- of economic or how would I say it? Um, yeah, like a you know, very economically priced item. Ba- value brand. Value, so value, yeah, like a value brand. So you yeah, it's okay to have a value manual, but like you know, once you start going in the upper echelon of spending thousands of dollars, you know, yeah. this is twelve hundred dollars, right? So a little over a thousand that at that point it should come with something nicer than your, you know, inkjet printed, you know, and it's not inkjet. I'm I'm of course, you know, kinda kinda throwing it under the bus a little bit more than it is. It's a laser jet. <laughs> yeah. No, I get your, right. your point. but um but first impressions that you know, once you get the transfer in the hand in your hands, it's fancy. It's very fancy that screen. The fin finish, the uh, the plastic molding, um it's awesome. Um, it has some weight to it because it includes the second nice. uh, single-cell Gen ace battery, 4,000 milliamp battery that, that um, you can get as an upgrade for the first gen. It comes with both, and it needs sure. it. That's <laughs> it cool. It needs Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so that's kind of my first impression.
0: Uh, well, the next item we have here is build, but I don't think there's much to really yeah.
2: build, right? Yeah, nothing to build. Put the strap around your neck if you like. If you choose to be uh, Um, click it on the thing, boot it up, and you're pretty much ready to go. Now, I guess part of the build process
0: would include going to Mikado's website or if the V Stabby setup and registering it and all that, or or not really. Um, would, you, would you consider that part of that?
2: No, I I would consider that part of the setup.
3: The setup, okay. So what? So what about the setup?
2: Is there a lot to? Yeah. A lot so to do. no, it's a it's a very basic transmitter setup. You you name it. You set your default switch layouts. Um, your stick tension is adjustable, and you can adjust your gimbal stick height. Um, beyond that, everything else is you know switches and knobs, and there's really nothing else to adjust. Mm-hmm. Um, I would definitely recommend. First thing you do is to go to vstabby dot. What is it? Info. Yeah, and register your V control and. Upgrade, update it to like the latest firmware, and that gets automatically done. Obviously, when you go to uh, your V Control Manager app, um, you basically plug it in, start up the app. It recognizes it, it checks the firmware. If there's an update available, it update it automatically, and then check it again. I will talk about the registra- the update process a little bit a little bit later. Now, do you is
0: this thing wireless? Can you can you Put it on your wireless network and all that kind of stuff.
2: Yeah, so that's that's the other thing I wanted to go into is that um, besides your basic transmitter setup, you also can connect it to Wi-Fi. And when you do connect it to Wi-Fi, oh, I totally forgot when you reg- when you actually connect to Wi-Fi, it actually registers for you. You can register it on the device on the actual device, and you get your firmware update on the device too over the it's Wi-Fi. Over the Wi-Fi, it okay. it is good to hook it up to the computer, and I'll go into that during the cons. Okay. <laughs> yeah.
3: What about the, the, like the menus and everything? Was it fairly intuitive or did you have to break out the manual to, to figure nope. out how to do I did anything?
2: not look at the manual one bit. Um, I was quite disappointed at the manual, so I said, screw it, I'm not looking at you. But
3: no. you were already familiar with uh, the... Yeah, I, I, the I flipped v control, through it. <laughs> so,
2: yeah, I, uh, I flipped through the manual and I did, you know, but I am familiar with the V-Control, of Gen 1, so... Basically, it was it was very similar, but it wasn't the same.
3: Okay,
1: you
2: know, that's what, what I was
3: wondering: it, is how how much it was. The menu structure and stuff
2: is totally different. I assume I would say it's eighty percent the same, and then there's okay. like about twenty percent difference on certain things. Okay, so the first flight
3: you did with it, like uh, yeah. the initial feel it, of it, yeah. Flight? How did it feel? Yeah. And,
2: it's it's fantastic. It feels just like the old V, v controlled. You know, Gen One. Mm-hmm. Um, it's for my hands, for my size of my hands and fingers and length and everything. the The ergonomics is spot on. Like the switch layout, um, just everything is reachable by my hands without it go to the transmitter. I just everything is it's great like that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so there's no complaints on that front. But the ergonomics, even on the Gen One, was fantastic, and this one just follows the suit.
3: I'm just curious. Did you adjust the the gimbal tension, or or do anything, or you just kind of run it stock.
2: So initially, I ran it stock. I ran stock stock heights and stock gimbal tension. Mm-hmm. And the reason I did that is, you know, normally like coming back from my old DX nine days when I used to fly Spectrum, I would adjust everything and make it pretty tight, like mm-hmm. stiff. And it's mainly so that I could try to filter out with tension my Phantom yeah. control. right? Control. Yeah. So when I'm doing my cyclic uh, when I'm doing my collective up and down, like TikToks, I'm less likely to input rudder during those maneuvers, you know? So it helps it helps a lot. But on this one I wanted to try getting used to the stock tensions and stock height because Mm -hmm. I noticed that because I threw the tension so high that it was actually quite not a workout I would say, but it just it took more effort to to do stirs and prior, you know, when I was, when I was flying spectrum, I never did any stirs. It was all just, you know, up, down, left, right. Like I never did any corners. I never did anything that wasn't just, you know, like an up, down, left, right pattern, you know, learning to fly, right. Learning to fly helicopters and learning to do 3d. So, but as I got better, I started stirring more and I felt the tension was a little too much. You know, like I would have to get yeah, more effort. Finger work. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah, exactly. All right, so the next one here is crash. I hope you didn't crash the
3: transmitter.
2: No, it's a transmitter. I hope I don't crash the transmitter. (laughs) Uh, But I did mess it up, or it messed up. You didn't get mad and throw it across the room or anything. And there's two things. Yeah, yeah, no, I didn't chuck it across the room or anything. Uh, (laughs) There's two issues that one I messed up, and one transmitter messed up on me and i'll go over that under the the uh category of cons
0: well i know you've had this transmitted for a while uh in speaking of crash like in that under that topic like what about the the screen itself you, you think it's pretty durable and is it is it bright enough outside i mean there was a kind of talk of that initially uh-huh. i've seen it in person i think it is kind of bright but i don't know what you think and i don't know if you yeah. had any, any kind of issues with
2: the with the screen itself I do I do have some issues with the screen and you know, so let's go right into the likes because that'll talk about the the super bright touch screen. It is okay, freaking okay. super bright. I can see it in, in I can see it in, you know, the, the sunniest of sunny days with oh, no okay. issues. Okay. Um, you know, it it is a screen, so there is some glare that you would get on it, but brightness wise, never a problem. Contrast wise, never a problem. You know, the color scheme, the way that they did the colouring with like when you do the dials and like change your your parameters and stuff, it's it's good. It's nice and visible, so no complaints on that front. I think it's actually a pro that they hooked up a super bright LCD screen for. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, the other thing is, you know, Mikala took an awesome transmitter. Uh, that first V control, I you know, I know there's a lot of haters out there, but that transmitter is amazing. It just what it gives you when when you're you know. Without like a huge learning curve, without a, you know, a steep learning curve, without having to get help, like you can, you know, if you're inclined enough, you will be able to figure it out it's not that difficult. Uh, and they took that and ported that over into a better, better hardware. So, so that's awesome. Freaking Wi Fi is huge. It is a huge feature, in my opinion. Being able to get your wireless updates on your V control, to get upgrade your needles from your V control. Not having to hook up your NEOs and lug, like, all the helicopters are in the garage. You know, I'm like, sure, I have laptops, but I don't, you know, like, I'd have to lug it out there and hopefully my Wi-Fi reaches out there. If not, then I'd have to tether my phone. Like, it's just, no. I At the field, I could just freaking upgrade if I wanted to because, you know, the, the V-Control can upgrade the, the NEOs, which is awesome. Uh, wireless downloads of your flight data is huge, too. Like, yeah. You know, you you you're like, what is going on? Something's not flying right, or you know, maybe you had a crash, or maybe something blew up on you, and and you know, you don't know why. You're like, was there any signs? Well, you know what? You can look through your logs right there on the screen. You can look through them all, see if there's any weird overamps or anything that might have caused whatever the issue that you know that you saw. Yeah, and I've so, seen
0: this firsthand too. Like, I don't know if our listeners like. I can view a log on the one that I have, but it's kind of uh, just a, a text log. On the one that the new V Control the Touch there, you can actually view like a graph form. Uh, yeah, yeah. Like what you're looking
2: at is it's all in not, color. It's, a, it's
0: pretty awesome. Yes.
2: Yeah, so let me let me specify. It's not just the log you're looking at. It's just an event log. So. Right you know, vibration, extreme vibration found, you went from bank one to bank two, you turned off safety or throttle hold. Like those are events that you've triggered or that the Neo saw and and it reported back to the V-Control for. This is, I'm talking about flight data log, meaning I can see when I took off how many amps, how, what throttle endpoint was, what um, the vibration, the, the the battery milliamps, like I could see all of that data throughout my flight. On my screen. And I can tap it. You like tap it lightly and then it gives you like a line and you can scroll through it. And you can see all the values as it peaks up, backs down, goes up and down. It sees when you land it and there's no amps. And then it goes back up when you take off. It shows you all of that. So it's really
3: cool. A really nice feature to have the graphs because I know when I was messing with this, uh, V, you know, the first version V control, I really missed being able to pull the graphs up. Yeah. You know, I, I got used to that. With the yep. Jetty. So I'm really glad that they have that because you don't want to go to a computer or download anything. And it's yeah. nice to just be able to look and see what your, like you say, your current spikes or your voltage mm-hmm. drops and all that yeah, stuff. Your so cool. Yeah, your vibrations
2: and all that stuff. Yeah. Um, so that's really nice. awesome. And the best part is that it wirelessly uploads it to your VStabby account under your VCloud. Uh, it's like VTouch Cloud or something like that section in your, your um your account and and this is this is this is a vain option like but having your own custom pictures on your yeah. screen is awesome too like you know I look down and I see like my black nitro and it's my black nitro. You know they have the goblin pack right you can download like the generic canopy scheme ones right like the like what you see online like just a picture of the goblin black nitro. But I have that custom canopy and I can see that custom canopy and, you know, in my setup, my helicopter, a picture of my helicopter on my screen, which is awesome.
0: That is pretty cool, man. And it's a little like bonus to be able to customize the whole screen itself. Yes. So that's another like stuff all over, which I
2: kind of like. I I
0: like that. Uh,
2: Yeah. So I run a total custom um, screen layout. Yeah. because I want like the battery bar, right? Like it's like a fuel tank. It goes from 100% into empty, right? That like that visible green bar. I want that to be in the middle bottom of my screen. So I can like quickly glance and see, is yeah. it still green? Which means I'm good. Is it yellow? Which means I'm coming towards the end or is it red and it's saying I'm out of battery juice? You know, like seeing that visually helps a lot. So that's that was that's great that you can move everything around. I can. I can have different buttons like, because the screen, you know, you have little, little like buttons on the screen, um, you know, virtual buttons on the screen that you can tap for like my Scorpion telemetry. If I want to look at that or, you know, or my, my event log, I click on that and it'll pop up the event log and stuff. So it's nice that you can custom lay it out. Um, and you can have a custom layout for each bank. So like if you have bank one, which is like a normal sport mode, you might not need to see your, your head speed, or your—I don't know—some some some data, right? Um, but then when you go into Bank Two or Bank Three, you can have certain ones. Like maybe Bank Three is like a speed run bank, so you have it. You know, maybe show like your um, your RPMs you know, like the, is well, not large not even your RPM, or but or like something your
3: current, yeah,
2: your current and your um, your GPS speed. Like if you had the Mikado GPS module, right? right? And you can make that into a big thing, so you see those like right off the bat. So it's, it's, it's cool that you can do the custom layout, not just for the model or the Neo that's binded to it, but also the, um, the each bank screen that you're, you're into, your bank one, two, and three. Oh, that's very cool, man. Mm-hmm. The next cool thing, which a lot of people are like, I mean, I was blown away when I first saw it, is the auto-on standby mode. That thing is awesome. you know. So basically your V control, like you can set a timer, just like turn off and go into standby mode. Um, like five minutes or 10 minutes or whatever it is. So it'll kind of conserve battery, you know, so you don't have to, if you forget to turn it off, right? You know, the worst thing I hate is the DX9 when you forget to turn that thing off and it's like, what is it, it scream? At you. Yeah, it screams something. What was it, Kevin? Oh, uh, yeah, I'd have to think about it now. Oh, man. Yeah, but it screams something annoying and you're just like, ah. So it's vibrating itself it's off system the table. Idle. Yeah, yeah, system idle. System yeah. idle. <laughs> system <Yeah>. idle. <laughs> Screaming it's system, system oh, idle. Freaking annoying. Yeah, it's so annoying, right? It startles you. It's sitting over yeah. there and it's like, bah! so, So this will just, you know, it'll be like, okay, I'm going to go into standby. You're not touching me. I'm going to standby. But the best part, you just, doesn't matter what helicopter, right? You could, I could be like, I can have all four helicopters. I'm like, I'm going to fly the Black Nitro. Boop, plug it in. It turns itself on. Binds, initializes, done. That's pretty cool. You never have to worry about, like, Futaba issues, right? Like, where you're like, oh... I gotta I gotta make sure I select the right model or I'm gonna you know everything's gonna be set up wrong and I'm gonna crash
0: well it doesn't bind it each time right it just no it knows doesn't that bind it it, was it, just, bound. it just yeah yeah to it
2: yeah yes yeah you have to bind it first but the things like that you don't have to worry about um, you know same same thing I don't actually spectrum won't bind if it's not on the right model right yeah that's I think that's only a food yeah so that's only a tablet I've never had any radio
3: system that would like if it wasn't true. the correct model then just mm-hmm. nothing would happen.
2: Yeah. Like your jetty's like that too, right? Like you can't yeah. you bind and you can't if you like, plug
3: in the wrong one, it'll actually say, you know, wrong receiver or whatever. Nice, nice.
2: So it recognizes that it's not the proper receiver for that correct. model. Awesome. So yeah, I mean so quick so question really cool. mm-hmm. on that the standby. Like how's yeah. the
3: how's the battery life? So like if it's in the standby mode, does it Use much battery? I mean, will the battery last all day,
2: two days? Um,
3: like, what kind of life are you getting?
2: So so the battery will actually go under con. Um, I don't oh, get okay. good battery life with both. So granted, I have my screen all the way. I have my screen full brightness pretty much all the time. It does do the auto dimming, uh-huh. right? So inside it's going to be darker than it is outside. So the auto dimming is cool. That works fine. But yeah, my, you know... I have to charge it basically the day before I go flying um, every day. Like it'll last a weekend, you know. And Mm -hmm. it is weird. It's like it'll sit at a certain percentage for a long time. So like I'll charge it up. Let's say I got got a fun fly weekend, right? So Friday, Saturday, Sunday. I'll have it fully charged 100% by Friday. Go out to the field or fun fly. It'll be good. It'll come down to like 70%, 60% that first day, which is okay, not too bad. And then the second day it'll it'll come down to like thirty percent, and it'll just sit there. It'll sit there for the rest of Saturday, all of Sunday. Yeah. Um. You know, so it's it's kind of weird. I I guess it may it may actually have better battery life than I'm I'm presuming, but you know, it's like you mm-hmm. know, when most people when the gas tank starts to get low, they're like, oh shit, man, I gotta charge this. I gotta I gotta fill it up. You know, yeah. so that you get that yeah, little 30% bit of worry.
3: thirty getting low enough. You're like, uh. Yeah, Yeah. should I fly? Should I charge it up and then go fly? It's probably fine to 10%, but you you would never want to go that low. Yeah.
2: Yeah. And I I found out that, you know, like until you get to 10%, it's kind of like how you set your your percentage of battery usage, Uh that like it doesn't actually go to 10% or zero. Like I think it's like a 20% buffer or something that it does. Now, don't quote me on it. This is just, you know, um, hearsay. Right, that's what I've spoke to some folks, and they're like, I was like, Oh man, I'm at 30, I should charge. And they're like, Don't worry about it. You can go to like 10 and still have like 20, 30 percent battery. So don't you know, you will be fine. So yeah. yeah, so but I did put that as a con because to me it's either a con in, in the fact that it's not accurately telling me my battery percentage mm-hmm. or it drains the battery really quick. And you know, that that L C D screen is Pretty big and pretty bright. Well, so. that's
3: what I was going to say. You, you can't know? have a big, bright screen without right. a lot of juice. I mean, it's right. either one or the other.
2: And and that's exactly why I know that they include that second battery, because I'm sure mm-hmm. during their testing, that battery didn't even last a day by itself. Yeah. So. yeah. Yeah, so, you know, like I said, viewing the flight logs right after or also. So one of the cool things is, um, and I'll combine the last two, is that Your last flight data, you can view, and I think you could do that on the Gen 1 too, that it stores your last flight data on the transmitter. Um, I think it stores actually all of your flight data on the transmitter. But what's good is um, the ease of getting to that screen. Um, One of the things a lot of people, and I didn't notice when I first uh, started flying the V-Control Touch… Is that once you bind it, you get your like normal screen, but you could actually swipe the screen up and there's another page that is loaded. And there's a parameter page. So in that page, it uh, gives you like your your rates, your agility, your um, gains right there. so you can click on it and adjust it right on the fly. So you don't actually have to like swipe the the screen to the left and bring out that submenu or the menu. And, you know, and then go through, like, scroll down to flight parameter, click in there, click on main rotor, and then click on your gains or your, your setup, right? You can do it right from your, your main screen by just swiping up, and then you can get to it, which is oh, pretty cool. Okay. That
1: is and pretty that's cool.
2: all and that's all configurable. You can actually configure that on your primary page, your, your front, you know, primary screen if you want to. But I, I'm always worried that I'm going to hit it by mistake and, like, go from, you know, 120 agility to whatever overdrive 200 or whatever that thing is like, you know, and like, I'd be more worried about going to like 20.
3: Agility yeah. Or, and yeah, exactly. Pull out of the loop and you hit the ground. <laughs> right. I'm knife
2: edging. I can't pull out of <laughs> yeah, like, exactly. an maneuver because it's I, least, yeah. <laughs> right. So, um so, so that's, so that's a nice cool feature too, that like, you can get to those parameters and you can set up those parameters. Like what do I want to see on my secondary screen? I want to see tail gain, main gain and agility. Right. Or, Maybe you're messing with, um, what is that setting, the style, right? And you're like, I don't know. I don't know what the hell style does. Make it feel like a fly bar or locked in, whatever. I'm going to just turn it up and then fly. And then like hover there, get to that menu, scroll you know, the opposite way and be like, okay, now it's down to 70. Let's try that, you know, and get a real like real time feel difference. Just pretty cool. Nice. Okay, so that's it for the the likes
0: and uh, the pros. Well, I'd say the major pro, though, dude, is it's the the V bar setup and the whole the, our whole our whole point of view when we went over from Spectrum to this was, hey, we're not getting any kind of interference or we never have any problems connecting. I think which is something we take for granted nowadays. You know that it just always works. I mean, does it? I don't know. It I don't does know. for me.
2: Is it not for you? Did it? Did, did you not have packet loss, signal packet loss? That was on a
0: Neo, though, that I bought used. So I really can't
2: yeah, say but the, that that was. So the V control, you have that, to, that
0: Neo could have been damaged. That, that, that's no fault of the, the V control or the Neo. I've,
2: I've, I've, had, I've seen folks have that issue. It was, it's not just been you. I've had that issue um, with V controls, with Neos, with mini bars with you know like with satellite stuff it's more I think on the on the servos and EMF that it's getting to be causing that issue but I've seen that issue regardless as on the touch or the or the um the first gen. So I kind of left that out of both sections just because you know what is it packet loss? Yeah you'll get you'll get sometimes you'll get packet loss and basically the Neo resets on you in flight. What so, City. so not a lockout per se because it, it's kind of momentary, like it's really quick. But you, you, you could describe it better, Kevin. You've dealt with it for a while.
0: Well, I had it on my three eighty, and that was when I, yeah, like I said, I bought a used Neo and. Uh, but did you have the same
2: problem on other helicopters? It wasn't just three eighty well, or.
0: When I moved that Neo to another helicopter, yeah,
2: yeah,
0: it was. It was definitely the Neo, and it was like I said, it was used. So I don't know. The guy had issues with it or crashed it really hard, and yeah, that yeah, you never know. But I've never had that issue with a a new Neo or anything like that. I I really I you know I I bring it up because I know that was a that was a big deal with Spectrum. You know, with you, you had a couple of problems with Spectrum, but I never had any problems with Spectrum unless I was at a huge event where there was like a lot of, uh, you know, radio interference.
2: the The only time I had a problem with Spectrum was when I was running a mini V bar. No, you had, whole, problem like, with, you had that problem the whole, with the um with the Sequoi. That, that had, was because of that weird switch when you like hit the flap switch, it like. Oh, I thought you lost it. You had a problem. No, no, out. I had that flap switch on, which like disabled the six three six receiver for some reason. Like it would get into a certain weird attitude and just there. And as soon as you turn that off, it's fine. Like all your controls come back. So that's a receiver issue with that six three five or six three six on the first gen Sequois. The only other time I've had any type of uh, spectrum brownout was either at Flight Fest with a billion other people with spectrum, Right. and it's just not enough channels out there to to hop from, and wow. or the when I was running the mini V bar with the satellites, and you know that whole like the dip in voltage will cause the uh, the satellite to brown out. So, yeah,
3: that's a that's a known issue. The, yeah, the satellites are running so close to the. Like they Threshold. require a low yeah. voltage, so any dip in voltage and then the satellites brown out.
2: Yep. Yeah, so yep. that's really the only time I've ever had that and obviously the that that receiver and the sequoi when I hit the flat button. Yeah, let's move it on to the part okay. that everyone loves to hear about. <laughs> yeah. Tell us what you don't like. The bad shit. All right. I try to upgrade it. I try to update the, the V control. Initially on uh, the computer and we just freeze. It would just stall and I never got it to upgrade. I ended up doing it wirelessly, which was fine. But um, you know, I was coming back I was coming in from the old first generation where you had to plug it in, and that's how you updated things. Mm. Uh, so that that was an issue, and I think that's been resolved because I've I have hooked it up and updated proper and fine. One so one of the things that this device has, and I didn't actually talk about it, it also has a gyro in there. So when you, like, you could turn it on where you, like, tilt the radio, it'll, it'll bring the menu out and you'll tilt oh. the radio, it'll take the menu away. Okay. Um, it's great unless you're one of those pilots that kind of use a little bit of English when you fly.
3: <laughs> it's like, a <laughs> of Body English.
2: Just fancy hearing it. Open, close, open, close, open, close. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, so that's a little annoying, but the multi touch. So as far as the multi touch, it, I don't think it has like, it's not like an iPhone. Right, iPhone has like great multi-touch. You have your swipes, your you know right. two finger expand, two finger shrink, two finger move. Yep. This multi-touch is you hit two fingers and it locks the screen, which you're like, oh that's great. You can lock the screen so you don't hit it by mistake. Yeah, it's great. But I end up locking the screen all the time by mistake, and it makes so you
3: just sp- touch two fingers and it yeah. locks.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. In fact, give you me don't one have second to move
3: here. them or do any gesture. It just Two fingers and it locks.
2: No, you don't have to move. It's like if you hit it two fingers by mistake, it'll lock on you, and it'll unlock. Yes, that on sounds you. kind of annoying, like right? So, accidentally, does hit. So yeah. Here, I'm gonna I'm gonna demo it live for you on on the thing. So I'm I'm okay. starting to get my touch. Hold it up to the microphone. I can't see it. Yeah, yeah. This is when it <laughs> locks. Listen to this when it locks. Okay, right? It locks. This is when it unlocks. Was that Mario jumping in a
3: pop or what?
2: <laughs> Imagine hearing that all the time because you're locking and unlocking by mistake. How annoying yeah. is that?
3: Oh, I you hear turn Super that Mario Bros. in my head.
2: Yeah.
0: So okay, that's, that's annoying, Quinn. Yeah.
2: That's annoying, right? So, can uh, you turn
0: that feature off
2: or no? So, I don't think you can. Okay. Yeah, you could you could set up your active idle, you could set up your auto switch off, your cloud services, online services, Wi-Fi, your menu. This this is the menu. Let me see if I can do this here.
0: Can you change that annoying noise?
3: <laughs> <laughs> so That's not as bad as the other one. No, the other one's really
2: annoying. <laughs> so constantly. I'm just like, oh my god, this is so annoying. And as far as I can tell, you can't shut it off. In fact, I think that should be a feature you could shut off. Yeah. You
3: know? Or choose or, a sound.
2: Or, yeah, or, or choose a sound. Yeah. Or choose a sound. Yeah. Or maybe make that its own adjustable sound. Like, because that's part of, I think, your telemetry sound or the transmitter. So like, you know, there's only certain sounds you can adjust. Hmm. Um, yeah, I'll actually go through it right now. So this, the sounds that you can, the volume levels you can adjust is your clicks, right? Your, your your virtual clicks, because you're not actually clicking anything. Um, your system sound, your telemetry sound, and timer sound. So I think that's part of your system sound. Okay. No, telemetry. Because my system sound is very low, and it's still pretty loud. Yeah, so maybe give more features of what what sounds can you adjust, right? Maybe expand that menu a little bit more, so you can lower that locking yeah. sound. It seem like that would be all that hard for them to do. No, nah, it's just have. a firmware update, right? L- yeah, a little yeah. bit of recoding. Uh, so I dislike the the multi touch because all it does is lock in on screen. So I had battery issues right off the bat, and and this was reported to Mikado, but it seems that the battery never wanted to fully charge initially for me. And yeah. I sat it overnight with the wall charger, and it got up to like fifty percent and just stayed there consistently. And I was like, well, maybe you know, maybe the wall yeah. charger is not outputting enough because it's a uh, you know, it's a parallel, but like it, you know, it's still three point seven volts, and you know,
3: it should still keep climbing, even if it's really slow. Yeah, even if it's just slow,
2: but overnight, I think I even left yeah. it for a few days, and it wasn't. Hmm. So, what I ended up doing is I took the batteries out, plugged in my Gen One, charged it up, and then put it back in my Gen Two live Touch, and that you seemed know, to be that seemed to work. You couldn't charge them on your charger. No. Oh, I could have, but I would have to make a um oh, my charger my Revelectrix doesn't like doing um lipos without balance. You know, so single cell lipos are difficult.
0: So what was the problem? Was it the charging the charger
2: on board or was it does it still do that? I think the problem okay, so this is my guess that it's trying to parallel charge two batteries that are not in parallel. Like not not in um same voltage.
3: I think that should still work though, because if you're if they're parallel, they are the same voltage. If they're parallel you the would same think so, voltage, right?
2: You would think they would normalize into to the, the same voltage, but they for have some reason to. Yeah, but yeah, you would think so.
3: I don't unless know. the amperage of your your charger isn't, you know, is like. Uh,
2: it's the one that came with it. I but mean,
3: even still, like I said, even like if you know, it's way too small, it should keep eventually climbing. Eventually, charge it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, it shouldn't stall this, out at fifty percent. Also, that
2: I've done sense. this through. Um, Plug into the computer via the USB port, right? Yeah, that's only five volts. It's definitely less, yeah, and probably an as long amp, two amps two yeah, max. Yeah, it's a, yeah two amp max, right? It's going to take longer, yeah. Uh, but still, it, it wouldn't charge. And I reported, and there' you know, and I was like kind of waiting to hear it back, and, and ended up just taking it out of this controller, putting it in my first one, charging it up, and then I've I've been I've been good. I've, I haven't had problems. So that I don't know what really it was. Strange. So after you charged them
3: fully, now yeah. they'll charge all the way. Yes. Oh, huh. Wow.
2: That's, that's what I'm saying. It's it doesn't make any sense. That's why I thought it'd be like maybe they're just off on the voltage and the charger, like the charging brains behind the charge was like, I can't do this. It doesn't like it's not working. Like you know, like yeah. It it didn't sounds wanna,
0: like there was a safety on the charging circuit or something. To, yeah. Yeah. to not go past a certain.
3: So just so I just feel bad for know. the poor schlub that doesn't have a an old one, and <laughs> just you know gets his new shiny radio. So, that battery yeah. will charge.
2: I'm hoping that they would help up. Maybe right?
3: they fixed yeah. it by now. Yeah,
2: yeah it could have been a firmware issue, and it could have been patched. So that's why I'm not seeing that issue anymore. I don't know, yeah. that's but true. all I know is that was my experience. I've had weird issues with the audio on this device, so I'll be flying first like cool telemetry noise like the amount of volume in telemetry is perfect i'm hearing everything good um and then like i'll buy into another helicopter it'll be fine i'll buy into another helicopter it won't be fine and it'd be weird if the volume be super loud a hundred percent to the point where the, the speaker is crackling because it's so loud it's like about to blow and I couldn't figure out why. And then I bind it to I just rebind that same helicopter. it would be fine. Like I don't get I don't yeah, know that's why. But, that's a that's a transmitter setting. It's not a bar setting. Yeah. It's not a setting in the Neals or anything. It's a transfer. But for some reason, every so often, when I bind it or when I plug it in, you know, when when it connects to Neal, I'll say that it it just the volume levels get all jacked up and it's super loud. Like you mm. know when it's like. 40% battery. It's screaming at me and the, the 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 speaker's distorting because it's so damn loud.
0: Yeah, that sounds like a glitch of firmware.
2: Yeah, and correction. then there's times where like I can't hear the damn telemetry at all.
0: Oh, that's weird.
2: And I'm looking down like, oh shit, I'm out of battery. Oh, and then the transmitter starts to vibrate on me saying that I'm out of, out of battery, out of juice. And I was like, hey, hmm. what the hell? Okay, whatever, lad. And like I said, it's, it's intermittent, so it only happens so often, and um, you know, maybe, maybe I got a buggy radio because it's the first, I got it on, yeah, it was a pre-order, wasn't it? It was a pre-order and I got the first run. So maybe the hardware just issued, I don't know. Have you noticed I, any, I,
0: any correlation between the, the loudness and a specific model or the loudness no. and a battery or anything or no, it's just no, completely no.
2: random? It's it, it. it could be on my 500, it could be on a seven, it could be on a, it doesn't matter. Like it just randomly mm. happens. It's like, it's like. If it's built into the system, they're like, "Hey, every fifty eighth flight, it's gonna we're gonna we're gonna make sure he's on his toes," you know, like <laughs> you know, like it doesn't matter yeah. how many which models, just every so often, it'll just do it.
0: Yeah, that definitely sounds like some kind of firmware. I've I've only noticed intermittent stuff like that when it's you know software based, where uh-huh. if something's telling it at one point just to crank up the volume
2: or change a setting, you know, in some way yeah and and i'm and I'm glad it's just a volume thing I mean think about it if it's like a gain or gyro thing or oh some, yeah. you know another parameter oof, that that'd would be, be scary yeah. you know? um so yeah that I mean it's an issue that I've experienced it's not a deal breaker in my opinion so yeah that's fine now the next one oof, this one is a is a doozy this only happened to me once. Knock on wood. It's only happened to me once, and I hope it never happens to me again. So I think you were there, Kevin. I was at the field. Yeah. I, um, you know, I flew a couple of helicopters. Everything was good, and then I went to go fly again, and I had this weird screen on my on the touch. It wasn't the normal like Mikado logo with, you know, the, it says V Control Touch, blah blah blah. It has like your your menu and your transmitter and your name and all that fun stuff. It was like a weird. Um, safe boot screen. And basically, it gave me an option to connect to Wi Fi. And it gave me an option to delete the firmware, to reset the firmware. And that's it. Those are the only two options it gave me. It was, I didn't see a picture of a helicopter. I didn't even see, like, it just had text on a white screen. And Hmm. I was like, what the hell is this? If I, when I bind it to a helicopter, it will bind. I would see the cyclic and everything move, but I would still see that safety error screen or whatever it was, some, some weird error screen. I, I'm I'm at the field and I'm like, crap, this is not good. Like, what am I supposed to do? You know? I don't want to pack up and leave. That sucks. And yeah, granted, I you know, it's it's neos, it's V control. I could just be like, Kevin, I'm gonna buy your radio. Yeah. I should fly. have tried that to see what happened. Yeah, I, I'm sure it would have been fine because this is well, this wasn't a uh, helicopter setting. This yeah, was, the neos the, would all
3: be neos would all yeah, be that, set over. Um, yeah. Yeah. yeah,
2: it's it's specifically with the V control. So, so you know, I was like, man, this sucks. I wanted to fly. I only flown, you know, like I had to all day. I was I was trying to beat it all day and fly. So you know, I put it in here thanks to HeliGods. our friend Mike D. Man, he had his laptop. I tethered my phone, we connected to Wi-Fi, I downloaded V control manager, I reset the firmware, and I reloaded the firmware from from the internet. Got a fresh copy. It was back to factory reset, so I had to set my name, set my, you know, um, my my mode, my button layout, all of that stuff, everything that I customized, you know, the volume levels, everything.
0: But couldn't you register with vStabby again and, and get all that? Wouldn't it all be saved? No, and the settings aren't saved. The settings aren't saved. Okay. Uh,
2: you know, which which is fine. Like, I I got around it. It worked. I was back flying an hour later. It wasn't like you know, alls and you know, alls well that ends well, right? So like, that's fine. Now this is this is a con that's not specific for the V control, but or uh, the touch. But I'm going to mention it anyways is I hate the layout of the – I love the layout of everything, but the power port and the USB port in the back. Yeah. It, yeah I agree with slow. you on
0: that.
2: Yeah. So it's – it's for folks that don't have one, it's on the bottom back, a um, little bit offset to the left and right. You got your power on your left, your USB port on your right. There's a nice little rubber cover to cover it so it doesn't get dust in it and, and all that. The problem I have with it is you plug something in, then you, the only thing you can do is either rest it on – the face of the transmitter, which you don't wanna do, right? You no. don't want to rest mm-hmm. on the gimbals and your switches. Or stand it up, which then potentially is gonna knock forward and it's gonna break a switch or your gimbal mm-hmm. or something. Yeah. Or lay it on its back. And when you lay it on its back, it's putting pressure on those ports. And if anybody knows circuit boards, USB ports, power ports, power ports are a little bit more robust because there's like a housing, like a square black housing that houses the the actual port but a usb port usually is just the metal outside shielding ground that has like four or five pins soldered onto right onto the pcb
0: well it depends because i've had the i've had the power ports go more because of the voltage going through them heats up and i've had that issue for sure on like laptops and stuff Mm -hmm. but yeah the the usbs usually have one like shielded cover that's kind of crimped around
2: yeah, and has like two solder points on the side and then yeah. you have your four Not, pin solder yeah. from the middle that goes directly on board. But none of it is like it's strong enough to
3: no, handle you wiggling
2: it or anything. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Plus that plus your cord that you plug in. Now it's made a 90 degree bend with pressure on it sure. yeah. when you're sitting cool. there. So it's bad for the port in the radio plus the cord.
0: So Steve, you bring up a interesting uh customization thing that um uh, i might look at next time i have mine open like maybe moving those to the side because i know that the my dx9 has it on the side and i like yeah. that because i could just set it now mm-hmm. in, inside my case or lay it down more importantly yeah. yes mm-hmm. yes
2: yeah, so you can lay it on its back like a transmitter should be sitting when it's not being used on the table right yeah um yeah and that's that's the thing so like you know, and then the other option is okay, oh, well, you could get a stand, right? You get a transmitter stand, but it's so low on the transmitter that would still Yeah, it hit. would still hit because you know? it's at the bottom. Yeah. Yeah. Why don't we just make them come out the top or the side? Yeah. I mean, simple. So so the side would be the best bet. Maybe it's maybe not on the side because of the um the rubber grips, right? Oh, so true. But yeah. but yeah. even then, you make the rubber grips to go around the ports. What's right? wrong with the top? Like my jetty that come out of the top under the screen. But the, the problem with the top, it's um, depends where on the top. But if you were to put it on the top on the touch, there's there's the dials there. So there's additional buttons yeah, but, or dials but there. You know,
3: in the middle behind. Well, it's
2: made differently. Yeah, never mind. Yeah, so I'm not sure if that would work, but the side would be the best option. That way, it doesn't matter how the transmitter is laying, you know, Mm -hmm. it'll never interfere with it.
0: Now, see, I bought, when I lost my DX9 power supply to charge back up, I bought Uh another one on Amazon that had a bunch of different tips on them. Uh, And they were, yeah, and they were more or less, I think most of them were at a 90 degree. So you could actually do something like that and maybe get a 90 degree USB because I think the Uh one that comes with it is 90 degree.
2: Yes, I think the ones that come to Neos do. I don't recall the one that came with this. And I could be mistaken. It could be this one could be 90 and the Neos can be Yeah, um, I And mean, that's straight always an option too. Then so it yeah, it, down. it is an option. But I just still think it's like, you know, USB cables break, USB cables will get lost. So you end up buying another one. And if you don't oh, buy yeah, a 90 yeah. degree one and a 90 degree has to go a certain way or yeah. it's coming out the bottom, which is no use for you then. You right. know, it'd have to be pointing upwards. So... Oh, I totally agree with you. I think the best option would be on the
0: side.
1: Yes.
2: Uh, definitely. Yeah. Even if it was on the like bottom, you yeah. know? Like, no one, I don't know. Like, when you're charging or upgrading doing firmware or have the USB connected, you'll never stand up the radio. Like, that's just something you don't do. Like, it's too narrow. It's going to fall either forward yeah. or back, we, you know? So, so that the port layout is... Eh, it could be better. Yep. Another dislike. I know it's a lot of dislikes, but yeah, it is what it is. Um, for the longest time, macro cells did not work for the V Control Touch. So, if you like to fly V plane or you like to do custom macro cells, you're pretty much SOL. At least oh, now, now you can do it. They oh. they they re they like released the app for it or updated the app so it worked. But originally. I was not able to get macro cells working. And it, the way that the macro cells are set up are different than the macro cells in the OV control. So, prime example is I got, you know, I got a V V-plane loaded on one of my planes and I wanted to set up mixing. So, that one channel. So, like, two channels will work synchronously, like, you know, left and on, right L on. Right. And, like, on the OV control, it's like, okay, you plug it in. And you have the ports for it, but if you want to do like custom ones that would do like your ailerons and your flaps together, right, to do full span, um, you'd have to use a macro cell. You can't do it normally because the V plane software only recognizes two ports for your ailerons, like a standard configuration, right? Right. Your, your V tail, it only, you know, the way it's set up or your elevons and stuff, like those different like pre built mixing. It only allows a certain amount of servo connectors to, to power. So, if you had something more customized like a jet or, you know, just a more complicated plane, right, you would use macro cells, which is, a, in my opinion, it's a, it's, a, it's a great option to have, right? A great alternative to not having like your traditional um, server input, server output, you know, or channel input, channel output uh, setup like Spectrum and I'm sure Jetty's like that too. So you use your macro cells, right? You have an alternate way of doing it. But on the Touch, you didn't have those macro cells or they just didn't work for me. I don't recall. I had to bind my plane to my old one, set it up, and then bind it to this one and everything worked. Oh, (laughs) jeez. Yeah. I'm lucky I came from having a first gen to the Touch, right? But like you are saying, Andy, if... If you didn't have your another the original one, you'd be pretty SOL. I think it's different now. I think they the latest update they or a couple updates ago they did update the macro cells to work. But even with say my black nitro, right? How um, Goodrow basically, you know, he was like, okay, let's do a custom uh, V curve, right? So basically, bank one is direct throttle like normal, and then be you know we're talking about the other other week or the other episode that. You know, we would set like collective something, I forgot the name of it, to negative 30. And that will tell my um, Bank 2 channel that, hey, you're in Bank 2, that that setting is there. That means go to the macro cell and that's what you are. You're doing, uh, what do you call it, Colle- uh, throttle mixing or whatever it's called, some, you know, V-curve, right? The V-curve setup. Okay. But you can't do it on the touch. So when Josh was setting up my helicopter, he had to bind his radio go into that setting, set it up, then go find it to my radio, and my radio will notice it'll say negative 30 when I go into that. But I can't set it. The lowest I can set is is zero. So I could never get to that parameter to set it low enough to recognize the macro cell. So you could only do it on the old one.
3: You, do you have to use a macro cell for, to do a,
2: a V-curve? Yes.
3: You can't do, you don't, have a normal throttle curve where you can do like five no. or seven points.
2: No, you, you you have five or seven points, but it has to be done in a microsaw. So, as far as I know, I'm not an expert in V control. I'm not an but expert. But there's
3: not like just the normal throttle curve where no. you just,
2: okay. No, because the throttle, so since it's, it was built for helicopter use only, mm-hmm. they basically thought it was always going to be a throttle endpoint. Right, mm-hmm. so it's either going to be a govern where it's going to fluctuate that endpoint on on head speed demands, or you're going to set like castle. You're going to run an external gov. So all you need is 30, 70, hundred. So you right. can set the endpoints 30, 70, 30, 70, and hundred. Yeah. So, but you can't do a V curve. I wasn't sure
3: because the one, yeah, the one I'm using, I'm using the Hobbywing gov. So I just have, you know, whatever. Yeah, it's all stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: Yep. So, so that's that's one thing about the Touch that I didn't like is that the macro cells weren't as refined as the original macro cells. <laughs> like, why? I don't know if they thought it was an improvement, but maybe it is. But I don't know. That whole V-curve, I guess it's a hack. So, you know, maybe they never intended anyone to ever do something like that. But then give us an easier way of doing a V-curve that would yeah, work. Yeah, I mean,
3: if you, you, know? yeah, you should be able to do full all kinds of throttle curves without... Going through all that kind of stuff because well,
2: you should be able fuel to do
3: models, it. gassers. I mean, competition stuff. Yeah, that's yeah.
2: Weird. But you think about Monty how he has like yeah. hover mode and you know throttle endpoints right or v or curve or however he does his like you know more um, pitched uh, yeah 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 yeah. But you he, get what I'm saying. Like he does he does curve. Yeah, I've been for, doing the same
3: thing with mode. the JD. You know, making the. Basically moving the throttle curve up and down on a knob, depending on, you know, if the wind's blowing, you can dial in a little bit more, a little bit less, mm-hmm. all that kind yeah. of stuff. Yeah. Maybe, you Adjustable know. Adjustable pitch curves, I guess yeah. you'd say.
2: Adjustable pitch curve, or it could be like adding, what is that? Like if you wanted to put um Expo on your pitch curve for some reason, for mm-hmm. hovering yeah. mode to, you yep. know, flight mode yep. and 3D mode.
0: But dude, bottom line is you should be able to do the same thing on the touch that you can do on the
2: yes yes
0: without having to do what you
2: did go back and forth
0: like that That yeah that seems like a a hack that most people wouldn't know to do and And it uh, seems like a
2: hack that that i had to do for many things right the battery this you know um so anyways the last thing i have on my cons list is that the battery doesn't last long and 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 it's not that it doesn't last long it might it might last right it's just maybe the um the mechanics behind, or the the software behind, tracking the battery percentage is just wrong. Like it just doesn't work well. But you know, I don't I don't really trust it. It just kind of dips quickly and then kind of sits around at thirty for a while. Um, and maybe it's my perception. Maybe I'm just perceiving it like that, and, and I'm you know questioning it. I don't know. It just you know if I'm perceiving it, to me that's what it's doing. Okay. So, yeah, let's move it on. So, yeah, that's a quite a bit of a cons list compared to the pros. But really, when you look at it, it is,
0: but uh, it's quite a bit of a list, but it seems like a lot of things have been fixed with yeah. the firmware. Um,
2: and they're small stuff. They're not like – Yeah, yeah. They're, none, of, none of these, in my opinion, are deal-breakers where I'm like, damn it, I'm going to sell this thing. I don't want it. Well, As or long yeah. as that
3: firmware thing doesn't happen again, it's a yes. deal. That's a pretty yeah. big deal. That, yeah, that, that was a sucks. big one. Yeah. If. If nobody was there with a laptop and you're somebody that drives an hour and a half, two hours to the field, I mean, you'd be pretty freaking pissed.
2: Yeah, Yeah. that would ruin your day, your weekend.
3: Absolutely. We're we're
2: weekend warriors. We fly basically one day a week. Yeah. we, we, you know, if something like this All happens. All your batteries charge, and, oh, you yeah. know. Oh, God, it'd be pretty yeah. ass. You know, and you lugged everything. You packed it up in the car. You lugged it up, and then you... <laughs> it literally it, might get thrown across and, the field. Yeah, yeah, it might actually have a crash.
0: <laughs> 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 nice. nice.
2: All right. All right, so you have any tech tips? Yes. When opening a radio, be very, very careful. Don't be <laughs> like me. Don't be an idiot. Don't just unscrew it and pull it apart. I end up ripping out a freaking connector. Not the connector like where it connects to the piece, like, you know, to the the connector on the PCB, but the damn connector on the PCB. Oh, jeez! Like so the receiving end. Of the receiving connector. end. Uh, the, it's like it has the male pins, but it's yeah. like kind of like it's a female jack, in. right? Yeah. And that's soldered in like a USB port. Like think yeah. about it. You ripped your USB port off your PCB, off your... Your you know circuit board, that's what happened. My, and and it was an important switch. It wasn't a switch that I can like ah, I don't need it. It was my throttle hold switch. Oh, <laughs> yeah, <you laughs> like, need that? Yeah, you know, like that's that's the switch you need on a helicopter. You know, and it's not like yeah I could get around and just use my motor switch to idle to off and back on and off, right? That's a possibility, right? But I'm used to a throttle hold switch. I I would have to relearn that and. Relearning that could cause me to crash, or maybe the crash that I do have make it a lot worse, you know, because I couldn't hit draw the hole fast enough. Yeah. This is on a different switch. And I can move it. I could move it to a different switch. But that doesn't work for me. I'm used to where it is and I want it where it is. So I was lucky enough, I was able to solder it back on and everything worked fine from then on. Like I didn't have any issues. But boy, I was like, F U C K! I just ruined my twelve hundred dollar radio. What the hell? Oh. Like, think about that. This is this is like probably this is the most expensive transmitter I've ever bought, and for me to be like a month in it and broke it. Oh my god! I was like, this is this is not happening. You know, like I'm yeah. going through the five stages of freaking, every, you know, whatever. Like, I'm angry. I'm pissed off at myself. i am in denial. Like I'm going through all of that shit. <laughs> Oh boy. But uh yeah, I was able to solder back off with some patience and it's been it's been um, problem you know, it's problem free for the for the for for it's nine months or however long I've had it now.
3: So be careful, don't rip into it like a kid at Christmas.
2: Yes. Take your time before you pull the two pieces apart, pull it gently and then look in there and look at each opening from each angle. See so it's basically the um your two back switches. And then I think there's, like, um, there's a couple other ones, but that's really the two ones that you have to worry about. Mm-hmm. You know, and I wish, like, I wish it was the Switch side because I would just been, like, screw it. I'll just replace the Switch. Not a big deal. Or I'll re-crimp okay. it, you know? But, oh, man, being on a PCB and then soldering on that. Ugh, what, I had was, it what
0: was the reason for taking the cases apart? Because of the battery. Because of the battery issue you had?
2: Because I was trying to get to the battery.
0: Okay. I figured I just, it was, but I didn't know if that was something, like, the user average user would do now
2: if yeah, they've I corrected
0: mean, that then it's there's no problem We won't have yeah, but to think
2: do about that. it people would use that to you have to open up to adjust your gimbals if you want to make them tighter or looser true yeah so you know if you want to make a ratchet which i don't think anyone would but you know like things like that there is a need to open the back of the radio just just be careful don't be an, don't be an idiot like me okay <clears throat> okay did you so moving on uh, did you do any mods? So there, there's, you know, there's like, there's not much you can really do to this. Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna state some mods that I did. So really, I did a couple of mods. I did the, um, the, I did a wrap for it, right? So freaking Team Ninja Joe Reyes hooked it up with the Sab uh, USA Team Wrap, and it's like this, you know, you everyone's seen it. It's, it's basically printed on chrome vinyl, so it's, it's all shiny and reflective. And um, it's an awesome wrap, so, so that's cool. Um, you know, you could always mod any transmitter by hydro dipping, painting, or or vinyl wrapping. Right, that's an option. Yeah. The other mobs. Um, the other things I did was the so one. Uh, so this is also like I guess a complaint about the price, right? You spend twelve hundred dollars, you don't get the upgraded gimbal sticks. Right, the pointy end, um, thumb gimbal sticks. You don't get the nice, uh, I don't know, if these are volume knobs or whatever these knobs, whatever these knobs are. Oh, actually no, you know, you get the knobs, you get the knobs. Yeah, sorry. You, you know, but you don't get the gimbal, which I think is, is, you should just throw that in there. Like, these are so much nicer, the aftermarket Mikado gimbal sticks that are like really pointy. You could like really dig into your finger if you wanted to. Yeah. Um, they're way nicer, and I just ended up pulling them off my old V-Control and putting it on here.
0: Yeah, I like those, man. I have to say those are pretty awesome.
2: Mm-hmm. Really? That's it. Oh, and the screen protector. Oops, I just turned my V-Control back on. <laughs> um, the screen protector. So, there was a, I don't know if it was, I don't know where I got it. I saw it on some, on Facebook, and some person had like, one that fit perfectly for it, and it's like the temper and they And they linked it, and I just I was like, "I don't know where I got it. It was some site, maybe eBay or something, but um it fit perfectly. It was the right size, it's a tempered glass one, sort of very similar to the ones you get on your iPhone or your your you know mobile devices that have like mm-hmm. like that'll yeah. crack before your screen will crack, you know, mm-hmm. but it is a sheet of glass so so it's nice, and it didn't affect the touch um sensitivity or anything like that. Everything worked just as it was uh. Without it, so so that's definitely a go-to. I would say, get like you. If you put a screen protector on your phone, why wouldn't you put it on this touchscreen? You know, yeah, it's just as expensive, <laughs> if not more, than most <laughs> um, you know smartphones these days. So really, those are the only mods. The only other mods I did is I I on my OV Control I had the uh, the upgraded like red package. Right, it gave you like I don't know, like the red switch covers. You know, the little grippy things the rubber covers for your switches, right? Like it gave me the red ones, it gave me like um a couple other like rubber pieces that are red. I took it I took some of that and put it on this one to give it like, you know, some switches are black, some switches are red. You know, just to give it a little more accent to it. So so that's cool. Um the only other mod thing I wanna do is I want to 3D print gimbal protectors. Um so okay. I'll probably do that. I think I think that's something that I know Mikados, like, if you get their soft case, it has like two of them that are like tied to like a shoelace. So when you put the v case, you put them on their gimbals and you close the case. I think that's a great idea. I think 3D printed or TPU or even PLA, like hard, hard plastic would be fine too. And I think that's a great idea. Um, you know, the, the most, the most used and abused part of a radio. Of a transmitter is the gimbals. You're constantly moving them and, and stressing them that like it goes through enough abuse during use. You should, we should be able to protect it when it's not in use, when it's in a case, when it's on the table, you know. So I know a lot of aftermarket, um, there's a lot of aftermarket STL files, so you could 3D print your own and they're usually like single round cups that go over the gimbals. So those are, that's a cool, like, Protection mod, I guess you could do like say I guess same thing as a screen protector to so just kind of have when you're not using it in case something falls on it, it's not gonna snap your gimbal off or anything.
0: Nice. Okay. So in conclusion, what
2: are your final thoughts on this damn radio? So don't don't get me wrong. I will still buy this radio, I will still pay twelve hundred dollars for this radio. In my opinion. It is the best radio out there. I know, Andy. It is the best radio out there um, for helicopters, for the ease of tuning, just the the way it flies with the Neo, the way you can on the fly configure stuff, and um, you know, even with all the bugs and stuff that I've been experienced, I would I would still buy this radio. So I wrote here, like you know, definitely if you're making any type of transition from any other brand to V Control, and you want to buy new, definitely get to touch. It's like more than 50% of the price of the version one. And even, it's about 50% more. But even now, like if you wanted to buy a used first gen, like three, 400 bucks, I've been seeing people sell it. So you can get into it really cheap through the, the first generation um, feed controls. Yeah, that's how I got mine. I paid
0: yeah. like four hundred bucks for mine, I think, or four fifty I mean, or that's,
2: something like that. That's how I got mine. Right. I, I bought my yeah. first so use. I I bought it from Rybert.
0: Yep.
2: But um I gotta say, if you have the money, might as well get the best you can afford. Like it's it really is nice. I really do enjoy it. I I use the logs, I use the you know, um the like analyzer like just to see where I'm peeking out. What You know, what time did I peek out? What maneuver, you know, did I kind of replay back in my head, my flight? What maneuver was I doing? Because whatever that was, I'm pulling way too much collective, and elevator or whatever. Like, I'm just pulling too much. I'm asking the helicopter for for too much. And that'll help you, in turn, kind of figure out where you need better collective management in in certain maneuvers and stuff. So, I, I definitely love all the wireless. I love the simplicity, the tunability, the integration um how, oh another fee, another c- pro that i didn't i didn't mention is after i reset the whole thing because of the firmware debacle i'll say right right uh, i didn't load all the apps i loaded everything that i thought i needed but i forgot one i forgot the scorpion app because there's an app to work with the tribunus and the and the thing okay. and what it does is when it plugs in and it, and Neil and Neil says hey i have telemetry from scorpion tribunus It goes to you and says, "Hey, you don't have this app. Do you want to install it?" You say yes, it installs it, and then you're done. Oh, that's
0: right. I remember you telling me about that. That is that is pretty cool. That's That's amazing. That's pretty
2: dope. It really is. Yeah. You know, so things like that. Like I, I just, you know, I I know I have a lot of gripe about this radio, but they're they mean pretty much nothing when I'm flying. When I'm flying, except for that stupid volume thing. That thing annoys the hell out of me. But when I'm flying, I know I, 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 it, you know. I know that the money I spent on this was well-spent money. It wasn't a waste of money in any way, and I would pay the same amount of price for it again. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So it kind of turned around. It was a lot of this is messed up, that's messed up, but at the end of the day, I wouldn't have it any other way. So,
0: You know, I was like, well, what's the big deal? I'll, I'll bring my laptop out to the field when I was running the icons for a while, and it's just a completely different world. It really is. It really opens you up to being able to change settings and try things out right there. You know, land, change, and go back up and see what happens. Yeah. Just, to, I'm talking about, you know, the whole V Barn in, in general, the whole Kool Aid huh? in general.
3: Any yeah. any integration, like Except integration. For Spectrum and and, and Icon. That is- yeah, it's a little clunkier, but it still works. It's still
2: better than the laptop.
3: Yeah.
0: And so- I mean, you know, I was like, well i don't i don't mind i'll bring my laptop and i did for a while but i
2: it got it got old quick right
0: it did it did yeah. when, when you consider what you know geez you, you got to consider like i'm spending my you know this is my day off at the field and i want to have fun and and you know do i want to hook it up every time i want to make a slight change and then go back out there it's it's just so much easier to land and do it on the on the radio and then And then now with the, you know, with the touch now with all the different things that Steve was talking about on the end there with scorpion and all that. It's just so much better. I mean, it's kind of making your time at the field that much more enjoyable because you're not spending a lot of time ranching and, you know, using your time wisely. Exactly. Yes.
2: Yeah, for sure. And it's intuitive. Like once, you know, once you learn it, it's very easy. It's very easy to just go from model to model to even the tu- the you know Gen One to the touch like, you know you'll pick it up. It's super simple. I mean, I look at it too as like you know I'll crash
0: something on you know the week before and I'll I'll fix it and I I won't go through the complete setup and I'll just bring it out to the field. You know I'll get it, I'll fix the hardware you know setup mm-hmm.
1: uh, and yep, I, and yep. I won't
0: really go crazy on you know the the complete fine tuning. I'll bring it out to the field and. I'll fly it and then, oh, geez, the, you know, the, I'm, I got too much positive and not, not enough negative or the other way around. You just go right in and dial it right in right there, you know, mm-hmm. make those slight changes, which, which is great. Cause then I'm not, I'm not hooking up to a laptop. I'm not taking, you know, 30 minutes to make those adjustments to see whether they're right or not, you know, yeah. doing it right there I'm folding the, the blades together and <laughs> checking it out. And
2: then you're flying, you know, you're, yeah.
0: you're back in the air and you're just, you're doing your know- thing.
2: Yep, yep. You know what the V-Control and the Neo, the whole thing, gives you? It gives you freaking instant gratification, right? It gives us all it really this does. shit. does, yeah. You know, like, God, is that flying right? Dude, dude, dude. Okay. Oh, there you go. I got what I wanted. It's flying right or it's flying better or flying faster or more agility, you know, like right there. It's done. Right.
0: So you're back on Instantly. to improving your, your flying. You're back on to stick time and, you know, having you're-
2: fun or whatever. You're back doing what you what you wanted to do that day and right. to go fly. Yeah, yeah, for sure. It's you know, I and I know like other companies have now integrated. You can do the you know, Futaba's huge with theirs, right? They have the same thing. You have your you know, CGI seven fifty seven sixties. They don't actually have the same thing yet. Oh no, they don't. No. I thought they did. I thought it was fully no. from setup no. to tuning.
3: No, nope. not yet. Not uh-huh. that I'm aware.
2: Okay, okay, I stand corrected. Well, Jetty, right? Jetty has full integration. Jetty has it with right?
3: multiple different flybarless units, yes. I think but, maybe Groppner does with some, but I Jetty Grobner, definitely.
2: Yeah. I thought Groppner only had it with its own flybarless unit.
3: Uh, yeah, maybe. I don't know. I know you can do it even with Spectrum with uh, Spirit and Brain slash Icon.
1: Yeah, but but it's a little telemetry. more
3: clunky.
2: Yeah, you need a telemetry receiver. Yeah. And then you need to, like, do, like, you have to land and throttle hold and, like, do a weird stick combination yeah. to get to that parameter or that mode. Right. And you can't do setup. It's only for tuning.
3: Yeah, I don't know about that part. Jetty, yeah. I'm familiar with it, and mm-hmm. you can do
2: everything with it. So you can it, go from it, setup to um, to tuning, right? So Yeah. Okay. But you still have to plug it in, though. I, I do recall you have to plug it in to turn on, like, to turn on that feature. Yeah, already. the very first time. Yeah, so I guess I guess that's fine. It's same thing as like when you register the. You know, yeah,
3: I mean it's the first time you turn it on. You have to turn. You have to tell it what receiver you know that you're running JD and blah blah blah, and yeah. then after that, you can do everything from the radio. Okay,
2: so that's that's a good that's a good alternative, you know. It's
3: very similar, and it works with 3DG, Bavarian Demon, uh, Icon, Spirit. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess that's it. Yeah. So that's
2: cool one. that Jetty has that type of integration with so many different flybars you yeah. know Um. You know. So. That's <laughs> what I'm saying.
3: Integration is great. You shouldn't mm-hmm. do that. And if you're not flying V-bar, then you should get a Jetty and try one of those. Yeah yeah i mean that's my opinion if you like v-bar go with the v-control if you want something other than v-bar then jd
2: jetty, really jetty's v-bar. the only other option it's like yeah. the best option yeah yeah best alternative and and yep. the thing about jetty that i n- i never liked this is just, like i love the gimbals like i like that ball but i don't like the spacing of everything i just you know it doesn't fit personally for my hands that's all yeah. but you know and that's what swayed me more to the v-control side um Plus, yeah, you definitely want to get man. your hands
3: on one and see if it fits you or not.
2: Yeah, yeah. yeah. What, whatever transmitter you choose in this hobby, yep. it, it should ergonomically fit you very comfortably, or why hold that radio? There's other brands out there, you know? Absolutely. Cool. Well, I hope you like this uh, review. <laughs> kind of all over the place, but, you know, it's... Yeah, it's good. You've got some good info here. Yeah, yeah. And I just want to make sure, like it's unbiased. Like I had issues with it, and I'm okay with talking about it because not every product out there will be perfect. Some are, some aren't, and you know, you just gotta roll with the punches. Right. Cool. All right, let's move it on to news and announcements. Nope. Oh shit! I said them both.
0: No, nope. What are we doing?
2: <laughs> you know uh, what we do. You know I'm what gonna... we
0: do. Oh, I know what we do.
2: Yes. Yes. Okay.
4: Right. Hello, everyone. And welcome to Freefall RC Podcast Planker Show. And welcome to a first episode of Planker Noir. Today, how to sleep late. How to feed yourself while binge watching TV. What's the best clothing to wear for moping, whining techniques to get discounts at your local store, and also if it's hard to do, just give up. Tonight, we're going to start an investigation series. Episode one is Andy's hat. (laughs) What makes that thing tick? What's it made of? What's keeping it on? And what exactly is he hiding under there? Does it have a name? What superpowers does it impart to the wearer? Does he sleep with it? And does he sleep with it? These questions and maybe actually some answers. Next. Hey, it's Vito, a Vito Cantilopian from Godfather Hobby. In Jersey, on exit forty-two. Now listen, (laughs) this free fall podcast. These guys here, this guy Andy, he owes me money. This guy Steve. He's got some bets he didn't cover. Kevin, I don't want to talk about that guy. This is the show. This needs to keep going. These guys got to pay back their debt. So I want you, the hobby guys, I want you guys to listen to this Free Fall thing. And don't forget about the Planker guy. That guy's awesome. So listen to Free Fall RC Podcast and the Planker segment. If not... Some of my boys, they're going to come and visit you. You got it? Andy. Hey, Andy. Mike D here. Yeah. I want to do a phone interview with you about, uh, about your hat. <laughs> All right. So how long since you went uh, outside without the hat? Well, a few months now, I guess. Where, If someone is interested, where, where can, can they, they get, get one?
3: one? It's really hard to
4: get. So, Andy, do you sleep with it on? Holy shit balls! All right, so there's a rumor going around that you get uh, lightheaded and uh, your vision is difficult. I mean, you have problems, physical problems, if you uh, try to leave it home or if you try to, you know, get up and, and start your day without the hat on.
3: Then I tried. I was like, bam, into the wall. Luckily, I, I haven't broke anything yet.
4: <laughs> Andy, there's a rumor going around. It's a little delicate, but the rumor is that your manhood is detachable and that you remove it from time to time. I sent mine home with Tima. She'll have a lot of fun
1: with it. <laughs> <I suck. laughs> Hello. This
0: is Mike D's IX-12. He had to take a piss, so I'm here to cover for him. Next on this fucked up train wreck of a shit show is the best of segment. I used my
1: computing skills to gather together all the best Planker bits. And here they are. <laughs>
0: That's about right.
4: Okay, here we are back around to Let's Get It And I'm still after that damn kraken. Oh, nice right, guy. Tried to sell a kid. I got screwed at the casinos. Lost the car. Let's let's try the other daughter.
1: <laughs> oh god.
4: Doing? Um, does that work? Oh, you're at work. I'm sorry. Can you talk no, no, for, it's can cool. you Talk for a no, second. I, yeah, yeah. Okay. So, all right. So, do you remember when you were younger and I bought you all those guitars and amps and stuff? And do you remember how many times I took you and Andrew out for dinner and stuff? <laughs> yeah. Remember all that cool dad stuff I did for you? All right. Yeah, you're a cool dad. Okay. Uh, so. So listen, there's something I really, really want to get. It's kind of expensive. and But okay. I need, I, can't, I don't have the money. So I'm, I'm thinking like, well, I got a bunch of kids. And since you and your sister are twins, they're kind of sort of don't need two. Like I could just do with one. So I was wondering, can I trade you in for like, I want to get this really awesome helicopter. Can I trade you for that? Another helicopter? <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait. Would they accept me as a, as a fair trade? <laughs> I, I might get changed. I don't know. I just I really want this thing. So what do you think? You up for this? Since since I got two, oh, I, don't I, need two? I don't know. I mean, you invested a lot in me. Are you sure it's a fair deal? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you take this too okay. You're no fun. Even Fiona gave me hell. All right. All Wait, right. No, I'll let you I, off, no, the, I'll I'll let you you off the hook. You? What? No, no, no. I'll, I'll give you more hell. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I was being funny. I, so did I, but I guess not. Oh, You're too man. much like your dad. All right. Forget it. This yeah. is no fun. Sorry. I'm a problem. <laughs> All right. I love you, sweetie. I'll see you <laughs> later. Yeah. Um, next time, I'll think of better material. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> okay. Bye-bye. Hello. No one is available to take your call. Please leave a message after the tone. Hey, Kevin, Mike D. <laughs> so, uh, I kind of understand why you didn't want to print this thing out, this Trustmaster file. So, I printed out this file you sent me. And, um, yeah, this is. This is kind of phallic, this thing. In <laughs> fact, my wife wants me to call to tell you where we're keeping it. Yeah, Mister Andy, this is Susquehanna Hat Company. Your order is ready, but um, no one here is quite sure they understand why you needed an extra hole in this order of hats. It's kind of strange. Also, we're not quite sure we understand why these hats be washable. <laughs> Something's going on there, but. Your order is ready.
1: Uh, hello, uh, Mr. and Mrs. Freefall. <laughs> this is Keith Barr from the Commodore Hotel in Fredericksburg, Virginia. You were just here for this spring-ting heliocopter <laughs> contest. Uh, so we've got a problem. So when you folks left your room, you left this um, embarrassing um, blow-up doll. Uh, the staff didn't want to touch it, so one of the guys you know, chucked it out the window. The wind took it, and the reason for my call is now we have... We have a, a pair of tits on our flagpole and an ass on our rain gutter.
0: Oh my God. <laughs> I'll tell you what, dude, he's getting better and better with these things. Still like smoothing them together. Uh huh. God almighty. Thanks, Mike, for all the effort you put in.
3: Yeah. Uh, yeah. Pretty funny. Thank you, Mike. Unbelievable. Wow. Okay. Let's <laughs> move on to news and announcements. All right. Uh, news and announcements.
2: <laughs> Do we have any? Yeah, we're pretty late this week, huh?
3: Yeah. Late yeah. week. I couldn't find anything. Me yep. either. Um, we got our fun fly coming up in a couple of weeks. Oh, man. It's coming up soon, actually, That's isn't right. it? Yeah. June twenty yeah, first, June twenty first uh, through the twenty third. Dude, it'll yep. be
0: two weeks when this podcast comes out. Be
2: two weeks away. Two weeks yeah. from the, the release date of this show. Wow. Two That's weeks. Not ready. <laughs>
3: Make your plans.
2: Oh boy.
3: Make arrangements right. to get there.
2: Yeah, yeah. Um, when are you showing up, Andy?
3: Probably Friday, sometime. Yeah, noonish. I hope. I, I hope to leave here Thursday and drive part of the way spend the night somewhere and then drive the rest of the way Friday
2: Yeah, yeah, maybe split it like go five yeah. hours six. Yeah,
3: hours. Cause it's gonna be about 10 hours Yeah, so if I could do fuck like five and five or four and six or something like that would oh, really so help You are yeah.
2: uh, spring uh, to Virginia Fredericksburg
3: uh, about six hours
2: mm. Yeah, well, just map it out. Get, get like five hours deep and be like, where's the nearest Walmart park? Yeah. Get some supplies, you know, and then
3: Yep. That's it up. the plan anyway. So we'll okay. see how it goes. Cool. Cool.
2: Nice. Is Timo making it up? Yes. Oh, awesome.
3: Yeah, I think she's even, uh, she's bringing her son. She oh, has nice. some family that's about an hour from there. Okay. Like over on the beach or somewhere. She's yeah. going to go visit while we're there. Nice. Oh, cool. Yeah, that would be
2: great. Yeah. Awesome.
0: Yeah, I don't know if I'm making it up Friday or Saturday morning. Uh, definitely Saturday morning, but I'm not sure if I'm going to make it Friday or not. I got to see what's happening with uh, the wife and work and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Just going to play it by ear,
2: really. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah, I think I'm going to I'm gonna shoot for Thursday night. Um What? Yeah, so I could get like Rob's gonna go Thursday, so I was figuring let me maybe roll with him. We have to figure out the light tower situation and stuff. So, geez,
0: why don't you just leave now? Why don't you guys go tomorrow? I could. (laughs) There
2: you go. (laughs) Wow. Yeah. So I mean, so I have Friday off. So I was thinking after work Thursday, you know, I can I can, you know, maybe have dinner (laughs) with the family and then mosey on down there.
3: Why? Why is Kevin getting angry that you're going on Thursday? (laughs) I'm getting angry.
0: It's just more a shock. It's it's every time I talk to him he's leaving earlier and earlier.
3: Yeah, that
2: is true. (laughs) Yeah. That's cool though. No, that's that's awesome, dude. yeah, I figure um it'd be good to just get a head start, help set up and get everything going because um you know, last I think last year I I ended up getting there like Friday early afternoon, like eleven twelve. And you know, there was like already people there set up, flying, and I was like, shit, I'm late for my own fun fly, so uh, so I figured this uh yeah I'll try to make it out there just a little tad earlier and you know, so I could help out you know, help Rob out because Rob did all the like prep work. He like laid out everything the cones and the poly stations and everything before I even got there. So Yeah. So it'd be good to help out and get that going. So
0: yeah. Cool. Cool. Uh so nothing else for news and announcements? Cool. Well, Lynx had five fifty blades in stock and then they sold out. <laughs>
3: and then he sold out. Yeah. <laughs> Earlier in the week, I saw a post where they had the the new, um, yeah, the 550 Lynx blades. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, okay, cool. And I went to look tonight, and they were already sold out. I was like, well, yeah. damn,
2: those went fast. Doesn't surprise me. Yeah. You know, with the Oxy5 being out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like everybody who bought an Oxy5 because they didn't come with blades, so yeah, I'm sure, right. you know, jumped on that. So, awesome. All right,
0: so what's next for you in the hobby? I want to go flying this weekend for sure. I put, I'm not sure, but next week, not this weekend, but next weekend I'm on call. So that's going to really be not sure. So definitely got to go this weekend, but I still got to dig in and do some stuff around the house here. But, uh, hopefully I can get out to the field, which I should be able to do. Cool. Get some flights in, man. That's what I want to do.
3: Learn. Nice. What about me? You say? What about you, Andy? I got to do some wrenching. I got to fix the stupid nitro. I got to swap engines in the Whiplash Gasser and break in the new one. I'm putting the 310 in it while I send the other one back to Florida to get fixed. Uh, so I got to get that done. I got to replace the lower frame on the Protos. It's been broke forever, and I've just got zip ties holding it up. So I got to fix that. I just got to get my shit ready for the free fall. RC Podcast HeliFest.
2: Cool. In two we gotta weeks. Think of a, we got to think of a smaller day. Yeah, for that's then. way too long. Yeah. Maybe we just drop the podcast, just do Free Fall RC HeliFest or Free Fall HeliFest. Yeah. I
1: like you that.
2: Know. Or FFRC HeliFest. We could do that. Or FFRC FF, Podcast Fest.
3: FFRC
2: HF.
0: F. F F F F F F R C H F. F <laughs>
2: yeah, we'll free we just call it the freefall. Just call it freefall fest. FFF. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> all right. Yeah. Yeah. We'll, yeah.
3: We'll I am trying to get all my stuff ready for that, mm-hmm. and uh, got a thing or two I want to do. The camper. I got this uh, soft start unit for the AC compressor. My 3000 Honda generator will run it just fine, but it won't run it on eco throttle because this, this camper has the 15,000 BTU unit. Wow, yeah. And the startup just pulls pretty hard. Mm-hmm. So, and if anything else is on coffee pot or anything, it, it oh, was done. tripping the breaker on the generator. Mm-hmm. So, I'm going to put this uh, soft start unit, which should help that considerably. It should run it on a uh, on the eco-throttle, so I don't have to leave the generator wide open all the time. Yeah. I'm going to get that screaming. installed. Nice. Well, yeah, even though it's quiet and it really doesn't matter. It's just waste fuel for no good reason. hmm Because it only really needs it to start up. Otherwise, yeah. it runs it at half throttle or less. hmm So, if I can just get the, the startup to be a little bit smoother, everything yeah. else will be good. So, I ordered one. I'm going to... Stick it on here in a couple days. Yeah, just get stuff ready.
2: Nice. Awesome. Yep. Yeah, it'll be great to see you again in a while. What about you, Steve? Uh, flying this weekend, I'm hoping. Um, I do have like a family birthday party thing on Saturday. So Sunday will be my flying day. Hopefully the weather will, will be nice. And yeah, just get some flights in. I just want to fly. I've been, you know, I've been just messing around with different maneuvers and stuff, so I just kind of want to. When are you going to fly
3: know. that plane?
2: Hmm, good question. Well,
3: Maybe why don't you I'll. bring it to the heli-fest so I can fly it.
2: Very <laughs> <dry>. <laughs> I, I might try to, I might try to, I might try to, mean, it this weekend. Let's see. If the weather is nice, because I, I do want very low wind conditions, because it's a very light plane and it'll be my first time flying a 3D plane of this size. Yeah, if the winds are good, like reported good, uh, I'll bring it out. And I think I have found a way I can fit it in my car. The way I have my helicopters laid out, I, I, and I use moving blankets, so I could just the plane's super light. I could just lay possibly right on top of all my helicopters. Yeah, it wouldn't hurt them. Yeah, so so I, I'll give it a try. And really, there's no reason, like besides the transportation part of it, there's no reason why. You know, like it's not – it's like it's ready to go. It's all set up. I mean, Mm -hmm. yeah, I might have to tune some dual rates and stuff like that, but whatever. I mean, I could do that at the field, so.
3: Yeah, you don't need dual rates. Just go 100%. Yeah. I had plenty of expo. 100% expo, 100% Yeah,
2: that's the thing. I do like crazy amount of expos. On all my 3D planes, I'm like 80% expo, you know. 80%? Yeah, I go crazy high on it. Jeez, why? Because I I, I don't really – 3D, I don't know how to really 3D plane so So? I want the controls to be able to like flip it really fast and kind of try to do 3D but I mainly like, you know, what is it? Sport flight I guess, Mm -hmm. you know, so I want to like make sure that the controls are very dumbed down for when I'm sport flying so usually when the controls are 90 degrees like even 50% is still giving me way too much throws when I'm trying to just sport fly it so so I go high on it and it's fine I'm, you know, I don't care. <laughs> yeah, I got you. Yeah. So yeah, that's about it. I All guess right. let's go do not the wrap up. <laughs> ha ha! You thought I was gonna say the wrap. up Next on Planker. The
4: 2019 Freefall RC Podcast. Elliefest. Come on out to the Freefall RC 2019 L.A. podcast. Trim the bean field Wonder and amazement At Annie's Super Cranium Covering Witness the amazing Steve As he mumbles To a live podcast We will have leather straps A bunny, And a paddle Oh shit Sorry that's for tonight You Sorry dear Absolutely, Absolutely everyone Is welcome to attend And nothing is This is stupid to try Come and visit The human awesomeness The amazing The one and only Mike D. The Piker Have your canopy signed For $35 Have your canopy kissed For $25 Have your canopy returned for $50 uh, freefall RC, uh, Canopy Fist uh, is the absolute best of uh, a factor funfly uh, in seven weeks uh, and that particular weekend. So uh, come
2: on out and visit us here in Jersey. You don't have to remember the exits, just, just GPS it. Yeah, Way too okay. loud. <laughs> I couldn't hear anything he was saying. <clears throat> nope. I want my canopy signed by Mike D. I think he said Canopy sign for 5 can it oh. be kissed for twenty five? And can it be returned for fifty? Yeah, you'll get your canopy back for fifty. <laughs> okay, cool. Yeah, I didn't get the rest of it though. It the, the the sound effect background music was way too loud on that one. I liked the music, so I liked it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I mean, don't get me wrong, I liked it. I just didn't hear what he was saying. It was eight bit annoying. Yeah. And it was great. I love eight bit. Yeah. So you ready to wrap it up? Ready. You ready, Andy? Uh, no. Why not? I'm never ready.
3: Oh, I don't have to do anything, so yeah, I'm ready.
2: <laughs> okay, so we have Facebook likes. We are at nine hundred and fifteen. Damn. I'm guessing it's plus two but I have two names. And actually, I don't know if I said this name. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Say it again. Yeah, I'll just say it again. So we have cue to Music, Jake Westcott. And Zachary Friggle.
0: Zachary Friggle? From
2: Friggle Rock?
0: From Friggle, right. Rock.
2: Rock, Friggle Rock? Yeah. He's in uh, North Carolina. Nice. All right. All right. Cool. Thanks, guys. <clears throat> Thanks. Thanks for liking our Facebook page. Wow, we are, what? 85? Yep. I mean,. At this rate, it'll be next. It'll be two years from now, but um, <laughs> you know, two two a week eighty five would take us what 40, 40 weeks. Um, but yeah, uh, we have to figure something out for the, the one thousand. We will, yeah. Uh, we got plenty of time. All right, Facebook comments. What do we got? Facebook comments.
0: Saw a comment from our buddy Dave. David Hill, who, uh, graciously post a link to Fitzwalker's YouTube channel, The Hobby View, on a, uh, the post from last week's Fitzwalker RC Roundtable podcast link that's on our Facebook page. And Michael Shaggy Parker said, if you're seeing a puff of smoke on your nitro when doing collective stops, then you're rich on your mid. Ha. Ha. And I guess Steve answered him and said, Yup, I run quite rich, and I've been doing the same internals for two seasons. Makes me learn not to dig too deep. Yep. MSP said, right on. Fly it rich, fly it another day, fly it lean. Well, you know where this is going. Ha ha. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so that's what I saw on Facebook. You see anything else? I uh, don't no. I don't have anything else. Oh, Aaron Blake asked, Just wondering, if you make slash build a heli. Does that make you a helicopter parent? And I think it does. Mhm. So does Andy and Ray Bacon added or an addict. Awesome. Good to hear from Aaron, good to hear from Ray. Andy I hear from a little bit too much, but he's he's there. Yeah, he's, he's annoying.
3: A, he's on the Facebook.
0: Are you on that Facebook?
3: The face page? Yeah.
0: Are you on that my book?
3: That book of face?
0: That that face space? All right. Website <laughs> comments, you you say? Yeah,
2: website comments. I was just waiting for you to be done. I
0: don't know. I'm never done. Uh our speaking of Dave, our buddy Dave wrote us an email uh via the website uh on episode one seventy five asking you sure was receive and he says, Hey, I'm still listening to this podcast, but it was uh so far it was a big hit. Uh he's he laughed that you still had trouble with uh Guillaume's last name or first name. First yeah. And, uh, had to practice it many times. Um, says he loves us and yes, he's coming to the FFRC PHF and planning on planking at the backfield the whole time, which is awesome. Uh, but he did say that Guillaume, uh, let him fly on a buddy box, his, uh, 516. I think he meant 516, he wrote 615. Uh, he has video proof that he hovered uh without an incident for four and a half minutes. Tail in. So good job, Dave. That's awesome, man.
3: Yeah. Really nice.
0: It'll be good to see Dave and and Guillaume again. Uh, two great guys, man. And Dave's the guy that uh built us the Freefall RC prop and slot jet that we were flying last year. Should but, I bring
3: some planks to that? Go hang out with Dave part of you, the time? You
0: can bring whatever the hell you want.
3: I'll bring my Bushmaster.
0: Oh, uh, I'd like to see that, man. That's the one yeah. that looks like the Twisted Hobbies Cracked Beaver, right?
3: Yeah, well, just on steroids just, and made out of wood.
0: Yeah, uh, dude. If you get room for that, I'd love to check that out. That'd be
3: cool. Yeah, I'll bring it. I got to bring the Radiant, I guess. The Night oh, Radiant. Oh, right, yes. Night radians. Are really annoying. What Steve else do I, I need those. to bring?
2: What? Night Radiant? What is that? Yeah, exactly. I'm going to fly it into his head. I'm not Bill. I will I will take that plane and hit you back in the head.
3: I don't care. Uh, I'll, <laughs> then
2: I'll fly it <laughs> There's only so
3: much damage you can do to someone with a radian. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know. It's like, okay. <laughs> okay. Are you done? <laughs> yeah, that's funny.
2: Oh, uh, boy. Is that it for website comments? Or? Unless you saw something else. Um, I guess I could read this. Uh, Javier, our friend Javier, messaged us, the amazing Fitz Walker. Hi, guys. You guys really know how to put on the show? Yeah, you, you know, you really know how to put on the show, he said. This is another Mostly Planker podcast <laughs> that was really great to listen to. Uh, thanks to the interactions and great guest hosts. So Nice. Um, yeah, it was good. a yeah.
0: good, uh, good episode. I, I enjoyed it.
2: Yeah, I thoroughly enjoyed uh, having Fitz on the show. It was awesome. I'd like to get um, Terry and Lee also on the show too. I think it'll be it'll be fun. Get to know them some more. Um, Yeah, but uh, got a good
3: tip here about about bearings. Oh yeah, Uh,
2: yeah. Yeah. So whenever I noticed radio bearing damage, I used to buy the whole piece with the bearings pre-installed. But now he goes cheaper and just replaces the damaged bearings. Um, He bakes the piece in the oven, three fifty for a few minutes. Use aluminum tin to protect your oven trays. And then he yeah he pops out the bearings yeah I do the same thing he's a toaster oven no, though like one of those yeah. Um,
3: yeah I was just gonna say I just kind of assumed that everybody changed bearings but yeah uh, yeah if you're replacing parts instead of just the bearing you can buy just the bearings and mm-hmm. uh, they're not that hard to swap out yeah so that's a, that's a good good tip yep.
2: yeah and what what I like about just replacing the bearings is that you have your choice of bearings. You could of, obviously go OEM, get your original manufacturer equipment, but you can also go to other companies. You know, yeah. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, a bit
3: less expensive too. It was yeah. pretty easy
0: for us
2: to heat
0: it up in the toaster oven that Steve had when we were working on the Klogo motor, and popped right out.
3: Yeah, that's a yeah, that's an engine. A lot of helicopter bearings. I mean, sometimes you need heat if it's an aluminum piece or something, but not always. Usually you just pop them out.
2: What I've noticed is most bearings pop out fairly easy. If they don't, it usually means that it's, like you're saying, aluminum or Mm. that they were green Loctited. Right. So heat does break up the green loctite, So you can use uh, perch, anything to heat them up.
3: Yeah, I was going to say if you don't want to take like if it's in a bearing block, like mm-hmm. a main bearing or something, you don't want to take all that apart. You can just take a pencil torch or something and heat around.
2: Yep. Pencil torch, yeah. soldering
3: iron. Yeah, and- yeah, heat around the outside of the bearing. Yes, not the bearing. It'll pop right out. <laughs>
2: the outside. You want the yeah. the metal on the outside to um, expand and loosen up. You hit the right. you heat the bearing. <laughs> Most bearings are steel, so it takes a lot of heat, but it'll also expand that steel even tighter in there. So you don't want that.
3: Well, yeah, but if it's in aluminum, the aluminum will expand faster. So if you yes. just heat the whole thing with a heat gun, it'll still pop That'll out. That'll work too. Yeah. Yeah. If so it's the same like, as putting it in steel. an oven. The aluminum expands more than the steel, so they yep. still come out. Yep. Yeah, cool. that's a good tip. Thanks, Javier. Yeah. I, I, I always, I, sometimes I take for granted. Stuff that yep. people might not have thought of, or something. So right. yeah, it's good to bring that up.
2: And also, when you're putting bearings in, you can you can do the opposite. You heat up the whatever carrier is going to be getting the yeah. bearing, and you bearing can actually freeze. Yeah, you freeze the bearings to constrict that metal as much as possible, so it just slides right in. And then once it expands and um, not you know as the temperature, like it'll just it'll be like a snug fit and it'll stay in there. You won't you won't spin a bearing, you know? Yep. Just like it growed there. Mm-hmm. Uh people
3: of Podbean. People of Podbean, we
0: had uh Heli Fun and Mike Welch. Uh both like episode one seventy seven, Fitz Walker from the RC Round Table podcast. Nice. And that was it. So so thanks guys.
3: It was fun talking to Fitz.
2: It was. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Do we have comments? Oh yeah, we do. Okay. We have a comment from three days ago from Gray Eagle Junior. The Walker of Fits. Speaking of which, it said there are aliens among us, <laughs> flying their RC in plain sight. NASA once worked for. I tried, but it was all in my mind <laughs> higher than a kite of government without budgets or a governor 100% throttle planker news is true ears see it all in closing note of these followings in pairs of two pause carefully to digest its savory sauce <laughs> cause effect Push, pull, planks, heli, gravity, black holes, action, reaction, death, life, enlightenment. Gray Eagle Jr. (laughs) Jeez, TikTok (laughs) into space, Miss Oxygen for your blades. Dude, that was awesome. <laughs> Damn, that was awesome.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh, reminded, me of, uh, reminded me of the uh, second Matrix movie that nobody saw that I think was awesome. Where they're
1: yes, talking
2: it's to my the, favorite
1: one.
0: Where they're talking to the Merovingian, and he's going, cause mm-hmm. and effect. Yeah.
2: yeah, yeah. Yeah, you're saying all <laughs> yeah. this stuff. Yeah. Dude, I like that part. I thought that was awesome.
0: <laughs> it was great, dude. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Good job, Gray Eagle Jr. He's the best. Dude, that's awesome. Glad he didn't let us down.
2: Yes. Yes. All right. iTunes review. Uh, I saw nothing
0: new on iTunes, except for, of all the podcasts I listen to, this is one of them. (laughs) I love that. (laughs) I love that (laughs) review. That's so great. Yeah.
1: Uh,
2: All right. Drop us an iTunes review, and we'll read the review in the next episode. Email us at free4rc at gmail.com. Like us on Facebook. Facebook.com slash Free4C Podcast. Check out our webpage. Free4C Podcast Show. Say hi to Chris Rybert. Hi, hi Chris. Chris. All right. Uh, flight Test Forums, off the field, audio and video production. Other than the flight test podcast. Free4C Podcast. Sitting next to our friends, the FT Community Cast. Mike and Pat. Yep. And say what's up to Dave. And what's up to Dave? Uh, say what's up to our fellow podcasters while you're at it. Uh, give them some love. RC Hallie Hoogans. Walt Ned. Mira? I've I not heard an episode from
0: it's them It's been recently. a few weeks.
2: It's been a few. <laughs>
0: okay.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh, Telerotor Podcast. Mike, Mike, and Robert. Yeah. RC After Hours. Uh, Mike, Chris, and Andre. Yeah. yeah. Uh, BKRC Podcast. Bert and Kyle. Nice. RC Roundtable. Uh, Fitz
0: Walker. Terry and Lee. I don't know their last names. Sorry.
2: <laughs> well, if- if you want your last name, <laughs> you need to come on the show. You come on the show, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> nice. uh, Flight Test Podcast. Uh, that's,
0: that's Jimmy cute. Jones.
2: <laughs> Jimmy Jones. That's why he's not doing <laughs> a full pitch. <laughs> uh,
0: no, Dave sent us a email or a text saying uh, his name,
3: uh, uh, some J- English dude, James Swamley, or Whomley yeah, right, Whomley. right. But I haven't yeah.
0: heard anything from them in a while either. Huh. I don't know what's going on. They should uh, have hired us. Dude, I hope years they ago. know
3: the mic, mic, mic is just a joke. Yeah, because all the mics. Okay. Yeah. Who? Anybody? They. They <laughs> like I all of. They them? know. Speaking of
0: jokes.
2: Yeah. Oh shit! <laughs> Sorry, Bill. <laughs> wow. <laughs> all oh, right. Shoot. No, 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 no. You got to give Bill some love. You, you haven't noticed, but he posted a the a, a a promo video for yeah, our fun slide today. I was going to mention uh, that right you? now. Yes. All, right. so, all the
3: groups on Facebook. Yes, a promo so. video for the Fun Funfly. Yep. Hilly uh, Fest. Uh, definitely Bill.
2: say hi to our buddy, Subscribe, like, turn on notifications, all that fun YouTube crap to Bill and YouTube channel and Bill and two. I take it back, Bill. Oh, well, then he's going to think something's wrong. And happy birthday. And happy birthday. <laughs> <tiger>. uh, <laughs> happy all birthday, right. <laughs> Thanks to our listeners. Yeah. Whew. Thanks, guys. Free air skies, and we'll see you next time. See ya. Bye. Bye. All right. I might edit that out.
0: <laughs> Speaking of jokes, I don't know if we should do that eh?
2: Oh, that's he funny as hell. That. <laughs> that's things. funny, but uh, uh, yeah, gots to pee. So your foot feeling better? Oh my god! Yeah. Levels are are good from last week. I haven't touched anything on this mixer board. So, all right. Ah, uh, what episode was it? We did eight, nine, nine. We did we did nine, right?
0: I think we're. I think this is nine coming up. So did he say he did eight last time? I think so. I don't
2: know. I think so, too. You think I pay attention to Mike? (laughs) (laughs) So uh, let's play another episode of the Free Fall Planker News Field Reporter segment. I don't know. Whatever this stupid thing's called.
1: All right. (laughs)
0: It's way too low, Steve.
2: Okay, hold on a second. I can't even hear it. I forgot to plug in my headphones. So let's redo this. And you said it was way way too low, right? Yeah, Yeah, I can't even hear it. Now he's going to blow our eardrums out. I am Uh going to totally blow your freaking brain out of your eardrums. Nope.
0: Still too low, dude.
3: (laughs) Now I can't hear him. Now I can't
2: hear Steve. Because I'm off to the side. I'm off to the side here. Let me see. Uh,
0: You are off to the side. I always knew that.
2: (laughs) (laughs) No matter what I do, the thing is, no matter what I do, it's way too low. The volume on your phone turned up? I'm going to test it. The volume on the phone turned up for sure. Let me mess up the uh, game. Right, that's the gain all the way up. And... Yeah, that gains all the way up and so was the level on the, the board. What the hell did he do? Wait, hold on a second. Um, I'm going to lower the volume with my foot, leave the game where it is. I'm going to play another episode. I'm going to play the last one see what happens.
4: And
2: you gonna
4: leave a mark? Oh. Shit, I
0: know, you know what, what I did it, wrong. You know what to
2: say. Fuck. Fuck <laughs> Fuck your shit. <laughs> okay, I figured out what I did wrong. God damn it. Alright, what was that again? That was What did you do? Did you need to update the firmware? No, it's it's episode <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I had to update the firmware. No, it's actually episode ten, I think, because it's not nine.
3: It's whatever what he sets up about my hat, apparently.
2: No, no, nine is what we did last week because Mike doesn't know how to spell. He spells promo pornmo pornmo p o r m o. Um, No, it's episode ten. That's what I see here. So let's try this again. Okay. All right. Let's. Tune in for another episode of the Freefall Planker News Remote Field thingamajig, whatever this thing is called. (laughs)
0: Uh, Would Skype like, would you, do you want to allow the following program to make changes to this computer? Skype from Microsoft. Absolutely not. But I know if I say no, it's going to eventually do it anyway. So go ahead. Make whatever changes you want to make, Skype. I don't care. I could throw this computer out the window tomorrow and not even flinch. We wouldn't have a show, but wouldn't even flinch. Where's this Andy guy? Let's call him up. Let's call them both and see what happens. Oh, now we're recording. Yeah. Okay, had a little issue last week. And Andy's not picking up. Typical. These guys will talk to each other before they talk to me. They'll get their little conversations going on. and Even though I just get a freaking text from Andy saying, Hey, you guys alive or what? Yeah, his text messages even have a southern accent to him.
2: All right, I'm shutting that shit off. Oh, jump on like he did. No. Hey, there he is. I try calling.
0: I, I tried to initiate. On a call. I try to slow. initiate contact. No, I'm not slow. too slow. Steve no, said you're slow,
3: slow, so you're slow. No, Steve's wrong.
2: wrong.
3: He's
0: wrong about a lot of things, and that's <laughs> one of them. Wrong. That's
2: the main one, huh? My, my guesses are
0: right. Oh, gee, Steve is right about what something else. What
2: are you right about now? now? Andy. I've. I can't even say this word right. Wait, let me do it without chips in my mouth. Yeah,
0: that might help. As you struggle <laughs> in the way. <laughs> God, I almost <was
1: thinking. laughs> got I it. On, let me get, get the chips wood. down. Then he throws three more in. One,
2: right? <laughs> uh, what is it called? Um cray cray okay i guess let's go uh let's start the shit show let's start the shit show
3: (laughs) yeah it's gonna be a shit show i'm sure of it oh a shit show for sure why would you say that (laughs) steve's watching racing videos probably watching drift cars and rc drift cars
2: that's my Shelby. that's my radio when it turns on and off. <laughs> Which radio are you talking about? <laughs> that four channel FlySky oh. ground transmitter sounds like a revving car and then F one flying by.
3: I I told you I had something to do with RC cars.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Fucking <laughs> flying helicopters getting boring. People are getting stupid with this shit.
3: Andy.
0: It's a very sensitive issue. You, you need to stop. i sorry. Terms.
2: I
3: can't. I can't help it. <laughs> can't we, help can't,
0: we, we can't all be on the combine. Yeah. <laughs> planting, planting
2: seeds. You can't all be living on a farm. Conf- have all you have your personal flying field, but then never fly. Oh! Ooh. How <laughs> dare you! Oh God, I got a lot of Yeah
3: we we can all only work two days a week either.
2: <laughs> no, you can. You just don't get paid for the five like I do.
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a good point. I could. Yeah, I just get anything I could done. Do it too, man. <laughs>